0: With Mickey and Willie.
1: No, seriously, though. Meat raffles. Yeah. Do you you know this phenomenon that we used to have in the the UK? Like on a Friday night in, in the local pub, there was a meat raffle.
2: Okay, where, so where you, you, you buy... I, I, I'm I not familiar with this. Yeah. So it must be a Northern thing. You buy a ticket and yeah. then you I've, get a lump of meat. Of and what?
0: No, but it sounds like you go to a male entertainment business. <laughs> not quite. Raffle. No? Not okay. quite. Okay, okay. No, yeah. uh, if only it was, <laughs> if only it was so name. cool.
1: It, no, it, it, like in the North... It must be just in North England then, James, if you haven't experienced this in London. But uh, basically, um, you know, a butcher uh, would... You know, to be like uh, to get some promotion and stuff, would give the a few cuts of prime meat to a local pub, uh, and then everyone in the pub, like on a Friday afternoon, would buy a raffle ticket, and yeah, it was uh, actual thing. There'd, there'd meat.
2: be tickets attached to the meat, and yeah. whatever number your ticket matched is, yeah. is the meat you'd be taking home. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen but those in the weird. markets, but not actually in the pubs. I've never raffle.
1: seen. Oh, I love a bit of meat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do like it. It's, bit it's like meat. Not on a <laughs> plaza,
2: isn't it? That's a bit of a, a, a bit of a meat, it's, a meat it's raffle. It's, <laughs> they're, they're wearing those little numbers, and yeah,
1: it, it, isn't it? It is
2: when you think about it. It's uh, a horrible you, concept.
1: It, it yeah, that, like f- firstly, like it, it does feel weird uh, sitting here talking now because we're in a we're in a different location. We're on Soy thirteen, right? Um, so, and we're holding our mics, which is like doubly weird. Uh, I feel I feel quite uh, quite strange and out at sea. And we've got someone talking as well.
0: Got a few visitors. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah, we might have to start
3: again.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay.
2: No, no, it's it we're
1: live. Not, not a care in the world. No, we don't edit the podcast.
2: Yeah, we're at the uh, live lounge on Soy 13, above and to the right of the uh, Sportsman Pub, and Sportsman have yeah. kindly um, let us use their live entertainment Yeah, room.
0: shout out to Joe for that. Joe was, uh, was very nice, and he mm-hmm. sat down with him, and I brought the idea up, and he said, yeah, let's do it, why not?
1: Yeah, so I've been, a, really I've been nice. a patron of this place for, for many years, so yeah. it's kind of cool to... To be able to come here and, and do this here, but
2: they have uh, yeah, it's um, they have uh, um, if you're in the area, they have a great roast dinner, uh, mm. one hundred ninety nine bar on, on, on a on a, a Sunday, and uh, lovely cut of meat. Beers at what price, uh, Mister Joggs
0: um 99 bot uh, happy hour beers like yeah. it's a heck of a deal 80 for, for, for the chang. venue you can get yeah, 80 for a chung 99 yeah. for a, a big pint of tiger and uh, you could sit and watch sport and it's a mm. good good pub you know
1: so it's i think it's with a heavy heart that we say goodbye to our our previous haunt yeah. check-in yeah for a- and it's gone i mean it literally doesn't exist anymore which
0: is weird we got christie's now but it, 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 it oh, was yeah. Christie's
2: before, the Check-In 99 legendary um, nightclub, restaurant, jazz uh, venue um, that's been a part of Bangkok for the last 50-odd years. I is, think
1: woven into the fabric of yeah, Bangkok. Yeah,
2: it's, it's not really a building or a place, it's more a of a feeling. You know, mm. um, and it's a man. It's temporarily disappeared um, from the landscape, and uh, mm. it was in this huge, big, old building down on Soy Thirty-three that used to be like a gentleman's um, club, escort kind really? of club in really? Bangkok. Well, yeah, it was. Just, <laughs> it was a, the street of dead
1: artists, wasn't it? And um, <laughs> what what do you mean?
2: Well, all the bars. It used to be like the. Uh, it used to be like the the place to go in, in Bangkok you'd have right. and all the bars were named after old artists so you'd have like oh. the Dali bar and the Goa bar and mm-hmm. the you know cool. and Christie's bar um, and yeah so it existed as Christie's for a while and then it um, and then the check-in stepped in in I guess two years ago now isn't it mm-hmm. uh, 2016 or something and This Strange Life moved in last year?
1: Last May, yeah. Last May. Yeah, we're just so about to... just about an anniversary right there. Year, yeah, yeah. And,
2: that's um, right, yeah. I went down there the Saturday after it closed, because Keith said, um, Keith Nolan, who was managing it, said he'd left some books there for me to pick up. And uh, I saw the old Christie's landlord manager guy was in the, in the bar. He wouldn't let me
0: inside to really? pick up these books. Oh, um, um, yeah. Um, why the vultures know. were circling, were they? Maybe we get hurt with the construction or something. Or? No, it's kind of odd that someone wouldn't let you in to just pick something up mutton.
1: No, I think it was because it was, I don't know. I, I get it was political, right? Probably that under new management now, you guys aren't coming in. It. Well, he, he
2: was just he was scavenging the joint himself. He didn't want en- anyone else going in there looking oh. for for stuff to keep for themselves, you know, he was he was he was, uh, he was doing
1: a scavenger. He hunt, was
2: doing, it? Yeah, it was he was clearing it out literally, and I just hope the guys got in there before um he did and got because there's some quite valuable pain, paintings in there, mm. some Chris Cole's original paintings, and the fixtures and the fittings, the red like. Imitation velvet cloth couches and stuff like that. Yeah, it's man. Really it's nice cool fittings. Stuff. The old door that was a feature of the uh, the documentary, the ghost documentary we did back in two thousand sixteen. Mm. There's an old door that comes from the, the original check-in that dates back to like the late eighteen hundreds. You know, wow. and stuff like Which that. door was, was that? It was the door to the ice cellar. Um, and when we walked up um, to go to. Um, this strange life offices where we did the podcast before it would have been on the um where where the where the stairs kind of dog legs round um and the window is it would have been leaned up against the side there so we would have walked past it Uh, um hundreds uh, of times but it had that old tag on it the original tag from uh back when it was uh, the door to the ice cellar and it's like a prop for the documentary as well so Mm. there's a lot of stuff in there um (laughs) That was quite valuable, if not, you know, of a monetary nature, certainly of a sentimental one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I spoke to Chris in the week and I said, so, what, what what's going to happen then? Are you going to go away for six months and then open, the check is going to be reopened? He said, no, no, I'm finished with that now. Oh, sure. Mm. So, well, I don't know if I should say that, actually. Maybe I'll have to cut that out. I don't know. Maybe you might not want that said, but... Well, one um, is always welcome and allowed to change one's mind. So exactly, um, yeah, yeah.
2: That, he's obviously he's obviously very, he's obviously very um, upset about the whole thing at the moment. So yeah,
1: yeah, I can see why they put they've put so much love and attention it's, and effort and every, it's an institution, isn't it? It's definitely an institution. Um, but yeah, alas, we're we're at a new we're at a new home, the Live Lounge. Uh, well, the Sportsman. And I like it. I've I got I think some it's history okay. with this
2: place as well. I did two screenings of uh, my film. Oh, the film I produced, Crazy Medicine,
1: here. Oh, okay. Uh, starring Chris Wagoda. Starring
2: Chris Wagoda right. and uh, the rest of the guys. Mm. And Richie Moore filmed that, and we had Richie on the show before. Yeah. Um, and I do believe I've done a live poetry reading here once or twice as well right. on the stage where we are now. Sexy so, poetry, was yeah. it? Yeah. Er-
1: erotic
2: poetry, poetry. <laughs> um no no i don't really do erotic <laughs> poetry there, there was a there was a young woman from Elin. <laughs> <laughs> can i had, just pause Cause she, i want to get a beer she had a beautiful feeling
0: <laughs>
2: yeah sorry about that
1: i'm i'm normally like pretty good at preparing myself with with beers for the a podcast, but uh, yeah, it's uh, well, it's a new
2: setup, isn't it? It's, it's a
1: new setup, yeah, back. and it, it does feel a bit different. And I, I, I wonder how the audio is going to sound because uh, we have got an aircon uh, machine rattling away in the in the background. But um, no, I like it. I think I think it's going to be a good new home for us, and it's close to my house, which is which is convenient.
0: And it's at a pub that I frequent, frequent a
1: lot yeah yeah i see you with you you brought your little pool cue with yeah, you yeah
0: i bought a pool cue from her. <laughs> i got well i told you i just i just taught my girlfriend how to play pool and yeah and i said well she needs her own cue you know cause right all of these cues at the bars are all mangled and stuff like that so i got her a nice cue yeah. so she can practice and
1: i'd put it a bit yeah because I, I think i'm gonna have a bit of trouble with yeah, the yeah, audio yeah. so yeah. the closer the better um yeah but so you're teaching your girl how to play pool because I, I think well, we whipped your ass. I the was. Other week, I right?
0: was. Now she's teaching me how to play. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez, yeah.
1: So what we've got to talk about? We went on a we went on a great little pub crawl, didn't we last week? Did hey, it was kind of fun. It, it was, this was all right. What Week wasn't yeah, it? It was it? Yeah, Hot yeah. Hot yeah. Sunday. So we went out with the uh, with the boys from uh, Rock Sheller. No, Ro- well, Rock Shrella didn't turn up, did they? So we went out with the boy Paul from uh, Staying Awake. Right? Yeah. The cool... Stay uh, awake, yeah. S- stay, stay awake. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Not, not like staying uh, alive. His gig looked pretty cool, didn't it? it, <laughs> it yeah. Uh, they did a few cool gigs in the week, but I think they're playing some quite big venues, so... Well,
2: there's that thing down in the Philippines, it was like... It yeah. Looked, it looked like Glastonbury or something. Yeah, yeah it looked really <laughs> like cool. 20,000 people down so, there. So, yeah, we we're
1: out with Paul, yeah. and uh, we decided to... I, I, I never... Uh, and it, I've got nothing against going to red-light districts. I love it. In fact, I feel... I feel at home in the dirt. I feel, I feel at ease amongst CD uh, in amongst seedy kind of situations. I like it. But for some reason, I've just neglected to go to Soyfor or whatever for, for years. I, I've literally, it's probably a couple of years since I've been down there. Yeah. So it, it was nice to go down there. And what I love about that road is that it always feels like you're, you're on holiday like every day is a holiday because half 50% of the would you say 50% of the guys down there on holiday like they're coming I would from hope Europe so, yeah <laughs> yeah i mean there's a few expats down there well, would you say it's fifty fifty? No, it's probably more like no, it's like seventy five. But seventy five percent of people on holiday, twenty five percent expats. But some of the,
0: these expats that live here downtown, they they frequent that place because uh, it's well not only you got beautiful young women, mm. but sometimes they have beer specials down there as well. That yes. that, that you can take advantage Very true. of. And so if you get cheap beer and girls half naked. And you're a sixteen year old man. Yeah. I would I would frequent but, that place but often. Do you,
1: do, do, <laughs> do you think it's like um and I spoke about this with my brother before, there's like several stages um, of life in Bangkok. And uh the first what when you first get here it's like everything's kind of uh, what's the word it's all novel isn't it like starry-eyed over the place. yeah you yeah. starry-eyed and you fall in love with a bar girl not everybody does but, <laughs> but um you know it's, it's quite typical that you come here you you find a really nice, nice young beautiful girl you fall in love with her she's a bar girl and you you start off by going down soy four and soy cowboy and you're down there for the first year or whatever and then very very quickly you realize that it's not quite real life and uh you kind of move on. So I wonder how many of those guys down there in their first year... Less and less and less and less. ...are in their first year of being here, yeah.
2: I think think that kind of tourist, the kind of sex tourist character is really a bit of a relic of the past. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I must say... I would say most guys probably don't even consider um, doing that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, uh, guys in their their 20s, 30s career expats they're probably straight onto tinder do you I've, know what i mean, do you know know what? I mean yeah, there's no yeah, there's no near, there's no need. I, i've heard yeah.
1: i've heard and correct me if i'm wrong that a lot of the 16 17 18 20 year old guys today and girls they're, they're like really health conscious and they don't drink and they don't do drugs and is that right or am i Well, i'm, full 20, of shit? I'm
0: 29 and I don't, I don't do drugs but you know, I like to. You I like to have. I like to have the occasional adult beverage. <laughs> 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 but to,
1: to, just to sort of, uh, you know, to to amplify your point, I, I can't see like a lot of my friends have kids who are just grown up now, and I could never see them coming over here for a shag and.
0: You know, for a well, for I, I actually, sex going off going off this point. Um, my friend visited me from California, mm. and he brought this guy. And you know, when you bring a foreign, you know, a, a tourist here, you're like, okay, I'm going to show you the red light district. I'm going to show you a couple good oh, bars. You yeah, about this. yeah. So yeah, I'm, uh, a I'm, great I'm, story. I'm excited to show my my friend and this tourist who, who who's first time at Bangkok. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to. First of all, I knew it should it was a bad mistake not to take. It should, we shouldn't have took him to go. He didn't know how to play pool. Um, I don't know yeah. one man that's never shot a pool cue in their life, but mm. uh, okay, I'll let that fly, you know. And then I tell him, okay, I'll, do, I'll, go, I'll go show you a. Wasn't uh, Amish? No, was he, he was from my hometown actually, <laughs> which I'm embarrassed to say. Um, like I said we're going to go to a go-go. I'll show you a go-go bar, and he was like, "What's a go-go?" Okay, there's there's where I should have just said okay, you can you go find your own way around town. Yeah. But no, I still go still go around and you know, and the ladies when they see someone who's a tourist, <laughs> they like to you know make them you know they they want they want them to buy them drinks or whatever you know mm-hmm. happens here in Bangkok. And he was like, no, don't touch me. Mm. I mean, even though a lady's, you know, touching you say, oh, you know, thank you, you know, but you're not going to do anything with them. But he was like, no, don't touch me. And he says, I'm not like that. Nah. But he's not, he wasn't religious or anything. It was just like really weird. And then we go to the go-go bar and then me and my friend go inside and we turn around. The guy disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> he was gone. I was do like, you think maybe,
2: I mean, you have um, working ladies in California, right? Oh, yeah. Do you think maybe he had a bad experience mm, in the past? Like, maybe got a like, check with a dick, or maybe like the guy I was talking about on the last show who woke up at the uh,
1: MRT station naked. because yeah.
2: uh, <laughs> I can imagine like um, Californian uh, working girls are quite hardcore, right?
0: Quite savvy, quite, quite street I mean, smart. Yeah. I think the prostitution, <laughs> the smarts. prostitution's different than it is here in Bangkok. Like yeah. you have some really pretty ladies. That are doing the go-go and doing prostituting but in and like what i remember and what my knowledge is of prostitutes back in the states it's
1: the crack holes
0: crack crack <laughs> you know yeah. these strung out ladies that look like uh, the grim reaper and yeah. you know and you, you, and you the, have you have you have they got you, have, five you have no other choice you got angelo or you got the grim reaper you're probably gonna take yeah. you know gr- yeah. grim reaper
1: but but to, to yeah but then you get show like the movie Showgirls, where you've got these like high-end hookers, right, and high-end. Oh, that was Vegas, guns. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was a worst film of all oh, time, right? Talking a about movies. B movie. movie. Well, B yeah.
0: prostitution's completely outlawed in the United States, and if you're even closely caught with it, you're busted. Really, mm-hmm. really, yeah. in every state. Every state, even in, in Vegas, every, Nevada. Every state. But oh. aren't,
1: aren't there some relaxed zones now? I, I think. Uh,
0: if you, but they, they they disguise it under a certain term, as es- escorts. Yeah. I think it's the
1: same in the UK, though, right? It's illegal everywhere, pretty much. I
2: think Australia, it's legal, right? Mm. Uh, Hamburg, Amsterdam, places, parts of Europe. Spain, I think it is. But well, I'm, I'm no expert on world sex. <laughs> if you look, I, I think you are. If James, you look but. at
0: why it's illegal, it's not a bad idea that it's illegal because. Trafficking. It, well, yes, that's a big one, but also disease. It's a health problem because back in yeah. you had the syphilis uh, uh, epidemic in, in France. And Have you
1: heard that syphilis is making a massive comeback here in. In Thailand,
0: <laughs> it's back on the billboard. It's on a world, <laughs> back on a world tour. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's
2: like
1: rooting for a football team, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Suppo- syphilis
2: s- back. Supported by gonorrhea.
1: Yeah. In fact, we need a sponsor for our podcast. Maybe if, if maybe. you're
2: listening, syphilis.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, but uh, in fact, my wife told me because she was watching TV. She went syphilis, and I went what? <laughs> she said syphilis. I went. I thought she was trying to say something else, and she went. I was like, "What are you talking about?" She said, "It's making a comeback." All <laughs> 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 like, oh, right, syph- like the disease, yeah, syphilis. Okay,
2: but it's okay if you catch it early. I think with syphilis, I mean, yeah, you, you okay. have to. It's like um, stage one, stage two, and right, stage three. Right. And you know, most people are going to catch it at stage one when you, you know, you, yeah. you start getting like red hands and stuff like that. You know, yeah, it's pretty the, easy. The, to the issue
1: f- is the babies that are born with it, congenital mm, uh, syphilitic,
2: that, syphilitic uh,
1: babies, infant. Yeah. But um, syndrome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the old days, uh, you used to go crazy, didn't you? Because it would get to your brain, and then it would start. Your brain would become like a sponge, and you'd start yeah. getting dementia. They used to produce
2: shit. really good works of
1: art as well. There was well uh, in, in the latter stages of their yeah. syphilitic. Yeah. I, I, told, I
2: told you about when I was a kid. I used to go to uh, a, a insane asylums um, yeah, with man. my yeah. mother. you can gonna have was to a tell social us that worker story. and uh, <laughs> She worked like. at a place called Cane Hill, oh. uh, which is an asylum in south of England. It's where, sounds it's ominous, where doesn't it sounds ominous. David Bowie's Kane. brother yeah. was locked up and died. Um, and is well, that an urban myth? Or is no, it's really true. true? You, can, you can Google that. Um, he was <laughs> in there when I was there. Uh, but I used to get—I wasn't a patient. My mum worked there, and she used to take me to work with her. Um, so I used to hear, oh. I used to go in. Those and these, places make me sick. And these, you know, patients would be screaming in the, uh, and she'd lock me in her office when she had to go and do the ward round. So mm-hmm. I'd have these patients banging on the doors and
0: like shouting. <laughs> and, uh, it, it's almost like a jail for these people. Oh, who it's don't, totally like, like a who jail. Don't, who don't, yeah, it's a loony bin. It's basically a, a, a shuffling off your kid because you can't deal with this. You make someone else deal with it, which is mm-hmm. like a a, a prison. Were, get,
1: were there criminally insane people there as well?
0: Yeah, criminally insane. I mean, people that society had
2: problems um, dealing yeah, with. Beca- yeah, because know. then
1: it really is a jail, to get back to your point, John. But, um, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people who are committed or admit, what was the word when, when you get com, is it admitted, committed? Admitted. Admitted. Yeah, w- whatever.
2: But um, <laughs> they were no, certainly committed in their insanity before they got admitted. Yeah, it,
1: it's, it's, happened to fam- it's happened to family members of mine where where you know basically some, oh, somebody says you mean sectioned, sectioned. Yeah, that, oh. that's the one. You get sectioned because you you basically can't. You're a danger to yourself and other people. Mm-hmm. So to get back to your point, yes, I, I think once you get to that point, you're not going quietly. You're not, you're not there because you want to be there. Right. But I'm sure there's some people who are like, I, look, guys, I'm pretty fucked. I need to go and spend a couple of weeks in the living room. Yeah, some people would <laughs> check themselves in. I think, <laughs> I think
2: Vincent Van Gogh checked himself in, didn't he? And, and, was and he produced syphilitic? some of his best work. And there is an argument that he was syphilictic. And that, that's why... I mentioned it because when I looked at Cane Hill, there was like an urban photography project and someone went into the old wards and they went into the art department. Mm. And some of the, you know, some of the art is really scary. You know, just like these psychedelic, um, uh, you know, brushstrokes with uh, what, you know, in writing in the middle, what are they doing to my mind, you know? Really? And, then, and then there was like this, 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 this wing of paintings by the that syphilis uh, uh,
1: patients, which were really quite good. Um, Well, they they were specifically by the syphilis patient. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was noted that this guy had syphilis.
2: Yeah, I mean, people have done research on on, uh, um, um, art produced by people um, who have had syphilis, and the other one is um, um, not dementia... um,
1: Schizophrenia. Schizophrenia, schizophrenia. They
2: produce really good art as well. I can
1: imagine why, yeah, because you you basically got like a a portal into another dimension. Exactly. But, yeah, yeah. what what was I going to say? I don't know how we got onto
0: this. uh, this Have you guys seen that documentary that Geraldo Rivera put on? It was called Willowbrook. He went into one, he, Willowbrook. It's Gerald oh. Rivera. He was a reporter. I think he's still a reporter yeah, for and, CNN. And yeah, yeah. He's like um, the, the, the mustache. I think it came out in the k- '70s. He went to Willowbrook, which was in as- a mental asylum. Yeah. And he found that the conditions were, you know, when they say Squalid. yeah, squallered conditions. Is that the term? Squalid, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And and people are, like some of these people are rolling around in feces. You no, know, and you know, there's like 50 oh. people in one room type. It's mm. like it's like you watch it. It's like a nightmare. Yeah. These people are supposed to be taking, getting money, to or get a paid. bar down,
1: uh, Pat Pong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, no, go but
0: on. I mean, uh, I think uh, that's one of the problems in in our world that we face today is the mental health crisis. And I think we one of them just wandered in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, they, you know, we don't know how to treat treat the mind, and the only thing we know how to do is fill it with dope and and put them put them mm-hmm. at a. a, a, a a, a Place where they don't yeah. think. Do you know? Some um, of the
2: cures as well they used to have for mental like illness. Lobotomies and shit. Ch- lobotomies <laughs> and also, you know, mm. <laughs> um, they would just like, and water cures, you know, they'd just like splash people with water all day for, for a long time. People used to go well, and take I hose them up, down. Hose them down daily for mm. a few months. Mm. Mm. And then they used to just put people to sleep for like three months. Yeah. You <laughs> know, and they, yeah, they would just uh, sedate them.
1: And then, of course, there was the electro treatment as and well. And then there, there,
2: there was electric uh, sure and they still treatment. do that today. And they, some Patients like it. Some yeah, patients because it resets ask for the, it. Yeah. It
1: resets the brain. But um, can I just tell you a little story? Um, mm. I, I'm from a small town in Uh And if you're listening, guys, friends, I know some of you listen back home, uh, you'll know, you'll love this. Well, you remember the story. We, we we broke into the uh, mental hospital in Knaresborough.
0: People are normally trying to break out. You broke in? (laughs) No, yeah. It had been shut. It had been shut
1: for many years. And it it was just waiting to become a housing development. So it had been shut for a couple of years. Um, And we used to uh, break in there and... We used to just run havoc down the corridors, and there was old uh, mattresses there. We used to f- we once filled a room in mattresses, and we had wrestling matches in there. We we pretended we were WWE I'm stars. Gonna,
0: I'm not gonna lie, this sounds pretty damn awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we Excellent. We uh, find one of these padded rooms and have a yeah. padded room match. We, we all had our
1: <laughs> own like names and shit, and and we'd wrestle in there. And what was your name? I was Mountain Man Moritz <laughs> because, <laughs> because uh, <laughs> I used to. Because I did, at, that, at that point, I didn't live in Naresborough, So I used to have a rucks- I used to have a rucksack all the time because I was staying at friends' house. So. Um, Mountain man. But um, <laughs> uh, so w- we did once we did once lock our friend Sean swindles. He was a bit he was a bit on the spectrum. We once locked him. We once locked him in you the mental asylum and ran away. <laughs> oh, and, no. and he freaked out big. But um, it was really <laughs> freaky, man. You it, probably ruined it, him. Man. Like at, at <laughs> night, at night time, it would get really weird. But w- one thing I want to tell you is that we 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 once walked into this. I think it was an office or something. We found these books, and basically it was like syphilitic cocks and vaginas, and just all these diseased yeah. people with fucking horrible deformities uh, and. I, but the one thing that stuck in my mind was the syphilitic stuff because mm. it basically turned it can turn your cock into like a little mm. basically scab. Mm. It eats away at you. It was really something that stayed with me for a long time. <laughs> so yeah, we went from kind of joyously wrestling there to like really bummed <laughs> out. It was really bad. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> Mount, Is it still there? Man. Is it
2: still there, Mountain Man? Is that a hospital still there? No, a lot of these it's, places, it's now a housing development. Uh, yeah. it is. Shame, yeah. shame. I mean, the, the thing to do is to crack into one of those places with a couple of cameras.
1: Yeah, make I yourself love those things on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I love those. Uh, when they go into old houses and shit like that, I think that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it was today... Man, I, I sometimes think if, if, I, if, if YouTube and social media was around when I was 14 and 15, I'm sure me and my friends would be stars we used to do so much fun <laughs> cool stuff <laughs> we, we we used to make yeah, it kids don't do that so anymore much? do they and go exploring and yeah. well are you being sarcastic or no not at all <laughs> i mean I, I, got,
2: I got kids at home and that's all they do they stay at home you know oh, they really? don't they don't go yeah. out explore you know they don't go out and vandalize stuff like i used to do mm. you know what's wrong with children nowadays They're just yeah, staying yeah, in and, it, and it's it really you know uh, they're watching stuff like this on their um on YouTube or they're playing games. Is, we used you know, to camp
1: out with, with our friends and... and uh, all the time. Yeah, and one yeah. night we used to camp out in the in the back garden and at two o'clock in the morning set our alarms we'd wake up and we'd go for a midnight walk and we, we went to this place called Bachelors in Knaresborough this, uh, this old um, like a garden centre and it would shut down but there was still stock there and we robbed it and then we set it alight. Uh, basically set all these greenhouses alight and we robbed it and w- we were in the newspaper Mm. a couple of days later we'd stolen like £2,000 but not you
2: literally you got away with it
1: Uh, until now
0: Shit! Yeah, he just criminalized What (laughs) What was the headline? Allegedly,
2: Mountain Man
0: does it again. Yeah, allegedly, Uh, Mountain Man strikes back.
1: (laughs) But um, so, so apparently, we'd sold like two thousand pounds worth of stuff, and we got we we sold it all. Wow! Like around for like a five five pounds. (laughs) We got like five quid for the fucking lot of it. Um. So that's what we used to do. We used to we used to camp out in each other's back gardens and then go for like these midnight strolls and just cause absolute mayhem. Yeah. It was brilliant. And I'm I, I'm not suggesting that kids nowadays should do that or that the But it's you learn I, right, like, I feel like wow. you
0: learn something from these experiences. Like you know, yeah. if you don't have these moments where like you do something wrong yeah. and get in trouble for it or, or you realize it's so right. wrong. Well you didn't get a cough for yours, but I got a cough for a few of mine. Yeah. And you you know, you get a spanking or whatever, you learn from it. You're like, Okay, I should definitely not do that yeah. again. And and I, maybe this is taken away from that experience.
1: Even if you don't get caught, you still know it's wrong, and I still wouldn't do it again. But I, I don't know. Like when I have kids now, I feel like I could probably relate to them quite well, because there's nothing that they could do that I I've I haven't. Done. You, know, no. you know what I mean?
0: No, I remember a, a faint memory. It's literally mem- child's play yeah. when you yeah. look at the stuff they get yeah. up to. Yes. I remember a faint memory. There was this, uh, we had an alleyway near my house and there was this car, old car, what I thought was an old car, parked there, never moved for months. And one day this, I was older than this kid, but this stupid kid came by. He's like, we should beat the crap out of that car with this metal bar. like,
1: <laughs> We sure, let's fun.
0: let's do it. That sounds fun and we took turns running through the hedge, smacking the side of this car as hard as we could and running back and laughing. We did it like over fifty times and put like a huge dent along the the hood on the side of the hood. And then uh you know, a week later or something, we get a knock at our front door <laughs> and uh, this person says, Hi, um, did your kids buy any chance beat the crap out of my car <laughs> <laughs> it was a vintage <laughs> because there's damage clearly along the thing and yeah, yeah. you got grounded i got about f- 20 lashes <laughs> yeah, the kids still
1: get grounded nowadays that that, that was my punishment when well, i was younger uh, right you're in for two weeks the punishment is anymore.
2: you've got to go out of the house now um <laughs> oh yeah. yeah because wow. grounding
1: that's not a problem anymore that's is not, it it's it's not a punishment. You've it's got all
0: your punishment. consoles and uh, t- social turn media. Turn off the router. Take, take, take you know, the cell. Turn, yeah, the Wi-Fi. The wifi, or wifi. Or take the take the cell phone. That's the big yeah. punishment now. If you don't yeah, have yeah, your cell phone, but then they probably
1: do a personal. Oh no, yeah, they can't. they yeah. not got the cell phone or the they Wi-Fi. The one of my co- one spot.
0: of my, my coworker when she punishes her teen daughter, she takes away her cell phone and takes the Wi-Fi with her to work so she's like yeah. sit there and doesn't have <laughs> anything to do. And to think that that's a punishment nowadays, take the (laughs) Wi Fi router. Just go out on my bike. They're they're
2: taking away something that we didn't even have.
0: Right. You know, when you think about it. Yeah. I was. You you know,
2: imagine if you're a kid, you're like uh, 10, 12, 13 years old, and you've got unlimited pornography 24 hours a day, and the only punishment is someone takes that away.
1: Mm. <laughs> Imagine, but isn't that talking about <laughs> pornography? Though that is weird because, as I say, you know, we used to stumble across the odd porno in the woods and stuff yeah. like <laughs> that, and, and, and that was it. That's that all the porn that we had. And the uh, magazines, when and, and then magazines. you find one at your parents' house or something, like behind yeah. the yeah. toilet but maybe, maybe a video, or you know, or may, something. Maybe yeah. you
2: strike gold and you hit VHS. Yeah,
1: and then one of your friends might bring a VHS into school, and then that gets passed around. But oh. what about now? You've got access to everything you want as you say 24-7 yeah. I don't think I would have ever gone out I would have been wanking <laughs> myself I would, have been I would have been jerking myself wanking myself off red raw <laughs> every day
0: I got a story for you guys like
1: my, my dick would have been like a root it would uh, have been like a it would have been withered away man
2: like that syphilitic thing you was talking
0: yeah. about
1: I literally would have You know, like yeah. Fine, Jordan.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. You're fine. Uh,
1: Can we uh, we cut that bit out? (laughs) No, of
0: course not. Uh, I was probably freshman year (laughs) of high school, and my friend was like, "Oh, look what I got!" And all of a sudden, he busts out with his DVD, and it was a porn video. (laughs) It's like one of these. Oh, we look at the look at what I got. Yeah, it mean, was like I mean, it was like three of us having like a sleepover freshman year. We're like, oh, let's watch it. We watched it. Like it was weird. Like we we're, were all sitting there on the floor watching <laughs> watching this video. Like we're Totators like because it, it's toilet. rare. Like when you're a kid and you get hold of some yeah. with some porn, it's like rare. It's how, like, o- how old? You had, are you it's at like gold. I was probably 14. Thir- okay. Right, yeah. And uh, oh, I did something really stupid. <laughs> so anyway, we wake up in the morning. <laughs> I have to go home, and I'm like, I really want this porn. You know what I did? I took it. He <laughs> stole it. He stole my friend's porn. Nobody and knows. I took it home with me, and the next, I think, on Monday at school, he was like, "Hey, dude, have have you seen my DVD? I can't find it." <laughs> like, how did it go missing from the DVD player? <laughs> Someone obviously <laughs> took it. <laughs> and I said, "No, man, I never, never, yeah, never did anything. It. I left early, and then, <laughs> yeah, I think I held on to that." But, but, but
1: <laughs> porn videos were such, were such wonderfully—I uh, can't think of the word now—but they, they were they were coveted, weren't they? So much, and they were copied and copied and copied and passed around, and they they were like so well used and and well loved, and I don't know. I, I feel like porn nowadays doesn't get quite the same.
2: Uh, they were they were highly cherished. Um, yes. Tangible items of media, weren't yeah. they? And they were passed from uh, from person to person, from hand <laughs> passed to down hand, from
1: generation to generation. <laughs> I've got my granddad's pawn in that I passed it to my
2: grandson. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all cutting edge to us, and you know. And you imagine mm. grand granddad when he uh, went down the pier to see what the butler saw on one of those little flicker machines. You <laughs> yeah, <know? laughs> <laughs> that's that <to> him.
3: <laughs>
1: And <laughs> now the skirt goes up above the knees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that right that they used to put uh, uh, covers on tables to hide the modesty of the table legs in the Victorian times? Because I don't they, they, know. I mean, the, the thing was,
2: in, in, when you look at some of these pubs and that in that. the Victorian, they had like booths like this, like we're sitting in now. Mm. We're in a classic kind of... Um, American diner site type booth here at the Life Lounge. Uh, but in the old pubs, they would have, <laughs> you just pulled it out, they would have um, a curtain that you'd pull around. Yeah. And they would have, you know, prostitution was really, really big in Victorian times. You know, it was pretty much like Bangkok. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I think yeah. I've
1: just debunked myself because it's, it's saying here. I don't think they no, covered up table Victorian legs. No, Victorians didn't cover no. up table legs because they were too sexy. I think that's an urban myth. It's a myth, yeah. I thought was Jordan laughing. <laughs> <laughs> has he gone to get a beer? Has he? Um, yeah, but I I don't know. Port, yeah, it was such a weird thing. And then you got one that was that had erect penises in it, and it was like a triple X one, a European one. Because in England you can't show like erect penis I don't is, is that still right. the case? It probably is, right? Is it still porn still legal in England? You can't. Yeah, be, I remember of
2: the no they made it I remember when they made it legal. I remember quite clearly going what, down what, to um, No, it was years ago. It was before I came to Thailand I think, probably. Right late nineties ninety nine something like that mm. ninety eight ninety nine and I remember going down to uh, Soho in the west end um, yeah after work with a power mine um, because i had made because i had made pornography legal and yeah. uh, just as a just as a token walking into one of these sex shops and uh, <laughs> And it's, it's really weird. You get these like old creepy guys, you know, looking at uh, yeah. sex aids and stuff. And they had some videos there, and I remember buying one, uh, and it was called Black Swappers. It was the first one I could <laughs> I could reach.
1: <laughs> black Swappers.
2: Black Swappers. What does that even mean? I see it's black people. What, what is mean? it? But was uh, it was it? I think yeah. It was mainly an African American cast from right. memory. Yeah. And there were obviously <laughs> wife swappers or something, right? But there wasn't much swapping going on. I don't know <laughs> where they got, got a title from. But, but no, I, I bought it because it was legal. And they'd made um, hardcore...
1: And there was erect legal. penises and stuff in it and penetration.
2: I think so, yeah. I might be wrong. But um, I, I think it was like triple X.
1: Like, yeah. Because the, the, and that's another thing I wanted to say. Like in Soho, isn't like prostitution illegal? There's like a street in Soho where like anything goes, right? There's like sex shops and there's, yeah, you know, there's brothels t- and all that yeah, kind it's of only stuff. A
2: tiny little area. Um, but is it legal there though? Or, or no, not? it's not. It's not legal. Um, but
1: there are red light districts in England, aren't there? That are maybe not legal, but they're they're designated areas where you can. Well,
2: historically, London's been very corrupt, you know. So if you're you know, all those old drinking clubs and stuff like that. And those uh, clip joints, they're called, cool, aren't they? Um, you know, when clip you joints. Clip joints. When when you walk in and um, you sit down and uh, uh, they ask you if you want a drink and then you have, like, one Coca-Cola or something, you get a bill, it's like 200 quid, you know. Oh, and then two, like, okay. bouncers pop up out of nowhere, two big gorillas, one either side of you. You're not going anywhere until you paid all the money you have. Oh sorry. So I thought I
1: thought you were going to say something different. I thought you were going to say you paid 200 pounds for a beer but then you get sex for it as well and it's like I
2: don't know if they ever um but you just get
1: ripped off.
0: basically. I think yeah, it's just a rip off
2: joint. <laughs>
1: booted yeah. out of Where the door.
0: Where's
1: the Soho? What is it? Uh, Soho. Well there's a Soho in New York as well what actually, but Soho's in London. I think the original Soho and it's yeah, like this Carnaby sort of bohemian Street kind of cool area in London where kind of anything goes. It's mm. I think it's probably uh, really came to prominence in the 60s when, you know... We had to well, it was a fashionable Australia place, London.
2: you know, historically. We we spoke with John Morango the other week, you know, historically mm. uh, the artists and the prostitutes lived together in most cities, yeah. you know, so it's the cheapest place to live. Yeah. Um, Paris and London. Uh, Again, New that's York where I feel most And, and Bangkok. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we went we went to uh, Soy Four last Sunday. Yeah, yeah, again, and yeah. It, <laughs> that, that that, let's go. Let's go the full circle because <laughs> Paul knew this place, and it was going to be our um, venue today. Actually, or mm. for a future, and I think we podcast. still will. I we think we will, will. do yeah, for this. Uh, you know, we're thinking about doing a, a show on transgender. Um, and sexual fluidity, you know, social yeah, yeah. uh, gender I- orientation and uh, mm-hmm. gender identity, because yeah. there's lots of fluidity here and, in and Southeast Asia. And we're all, all going to
1: sleep with a lady, boy, um, uh, as, as part of the sort of... We'll do it
2: live on air. You can listen yeah, to it. You won't be yeah. able to see because we don't do uh, visual, but you'll be able to listen yeah. to... Uh, so, uh, so as
1: part of that, as was part of our sort of research for the show, that w- well, we're going to send Jordan basically to... Uh, to do it um but uh, <laughs> no uh, uh, sacrifice go so, so there was this place right right at the end of soy four i mean yeah, it was it, a i was long distance. yeah we we walked there and we walked from the bottom of soy four and it's a 20 minute walk right was it called chaos it's called chaos nine chaos nine i think yeah and the mama sound was lovely and
0: she uh
1: took did we number. mention
0: that to our viewers that this is a lady boy bar I think we're just about to get there. Oh, okay. Did I ruin the joke?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 not at all. No, I I think we inferred it. Okay, Uh, but yeah. So this Chaos Nine is basically a a house of ill repute. Um,
2: But no, it's uh, you walk in. There's a Jackson Pollock on the right. You know, that's cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. uh, this kind of.
2: Um, out in exterior plumbing Kind of decoration in Inside yeah. the bar It's a very
1: funky looking bar It's cool man. You know yeah, Good yeah. sound system And they've got this cool room upstairs With some sofas And more Jackson Pollocks And I don't think the real Jackson Pollock So James
0: It'd be unlikely Wouldn't it <laughs> It kind of reminds me Of a place that you would see In like Blade Trinity Or one of these movies yeah, with, like, it's, cool, music, right? like yeah. it's like dark techno music Yeah Like really These really Long really leather dark. jackets And sunglasses We are actually and able and to play Our own music in that, in that bar yeah, too Yeah so I, I want a DJ there Not, there, man. not very often you Do you know, do know
1: do what that. I want to do Start my own night there And have like Some cool DJs on And mm.
2: It wouldn't be too difficult To fill
1: no, it's quite exactly, a small yeah. space. And I mean, if you got twenty-five photos, people in there, you'd yeah. be you'd be pretty cool. Um, so chaos nine, uh, it's it's a
0: fetish. So what bar? was
2: what was the main reason we were we were led there by by Paul? I, think, what I was, think
0: it was trying to find the trying to find a venue. He wanted to show us that venue, right? Uh, actually, I that
2: think it was it's uh,
1: more of a, the myth. The
0: myth, yeah, the legend.
1: The legend uh, of the lactating lady. Oh. Yeah.
2: The weeping Madonna of, uh, Soy for... That's four, right. Uh, Bangkok, that Thailand. Right. Now,
1: I, I call bullshit, because I don't think you can lactate as a man. Now, he, Paul, is, I believe him, he says that it happened, he says that it can happen, but do you, do you believe that a man can lactate?
2: Well, I know he can, Um I researched, it? I researched this for um, a YouTube television channel, which I worked for, where they would give you a um, subject um, to write and research about. And the subject I had once was, uh, why do men have nipples? Right. So I looked into this, um, and, you know, nipples are formed in the, in the womb, and uh, there's no reason um, for men to not have nipples. They don't get in the way. Women don't find them sexually unattractive, uh, but then I, my my research uh, grew deeper, and I found out that um, uh, men can actually um, uh, produce milk. Um, they, I mean, hormones would certainly help, but all you would need is to have a baby um, suckling on the uh, on the breast for um, a few days, weeks, and the. Um, the body would begin to produce... Um, it would kick in. Produce, that's why you had wet nurses back in the day, right? Women would not be pregnant, but they'd be able to provide milk for like, rich women who couldn't be bothered to uh, provide milk. Right. And there's a group of men in the States who call themselves the milkmen. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh, no, it's true. It's true. And there was a book uh, written about by, by one of the milkmen... Um, and these were male-male um, uh, husbands who had decided to bring up children, you know, same-sex marriage um, fathers, and they'd discovered that they could provide milk for their um, adopted children by the suckling um, technique that I just I mentioned. I find
1: this amazing. I mean, so, the limits of the human body...
2: So with a lady boy... Sorry, the limitless. With, with, with a, a transgender uh, male-to-female, um, you know, bar worker, she's going to be taking quite a lot of hormones as well so there's a hormone uh component to this as well mm. and perhaps there's somebody suckling away we don't know um yeah but it's yeah it's it's probable and i, I, I couldn't see uh, i couldn't see paul lying about this i mean mm. maybe she just is taking the uh, uh you know the the correct dose of hormones to produce milk Right. Uh, but men certainly can produce milk
1: so would you drink it <laughs> Next question.
2: I personally wouldn't now. Now, when I looked into this milk drinking phenomenon, can you pass on uh, I, STDs? I, I found that um, I don't think so. No, no, no. Do suckling babies can you
1: get contract herpes on AIDS your on your, on your nipple? Well, um, because I mean, if there's if there's milk coming out there, there's probably some blood or blood vessels that, and women, right. you know, they do get blood around. I don't know. I mean, But I you wouldn't, wouldn't
2: necessarily have herpes on your nipple. <laughs> it's only. <laughs> nipple herpes? It's an upstairs, downstairs job, isn't it? You either have it on your genitals or your mouth. I don't yeah. think you'll get herpes anywhere else. Um, <laughs> there's no boob herpes. <laughs> no, there's no nipple herpes. Um, oh. But, okay.
0: then, but then I found out. Let's put that in the title, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, keep going, but sorry. there's a movement in America brilliant. as well that men actually um, uh, weightlifters and uh, bodybuilders oh, yeah. um, have found that um, there's a super nutrient food that helps build muscle mass. And that, that nutrient food is uh, human breast milk. Mm. So there's a company where you can buy milk online. I forget the name of it. It's like an express delivery company. Um and it's it's normally um, used by um, you know same sex couples with adopted mm-hmm. children or women who can't uh, produce milk for whatever reasons. But there's a new third um, market, and that's bodybuilding men who have discovered that. Uh,
1: I'm uh, sorry, but but if this if this phenomenon is true <laughs> that you say, you should just be able to suck on your own tits, right? For and get your own. Well, they've got to be
2: big enough. I mean, I.
1: Or, or, have some kind of pump. yeah. You can
2: get that express pump, can't you? Um, yeah,
1: and you can you can suck on your own milk. <laughs> <not>.
0: Yeah, make <laughs> your own. You can put it in your cornflakes in the morning. <laughs> I figured that you would you would have to get this off the dark web. There's no way this is FDA approved. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it is. It, get. is. it is. Breast milk. Yeah, no ice cream in the UK. But I mean, you can get it. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you can. Because yeah. I mean, ugh.
2: breast milk popsicles.
0: Mm. Really? You can. Yeah. Bu- what is it like? Over the counter? Breast or milk or cheese? you have to get it from a pharmacy? No, breast milk cheese? <laughs> can you get breast milk cheese? <laughs> you must be from to. under cheese. Fromage. Oh, what, what would you call it? <laughs> Fromage de, <laughs> Yeah, you got to give it a French spin oh. <laughs> uh, Milk of
1: the breasts Camom. Camom. Oh. Boob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what's the what's the blue cheese called? The smelly. Smelly cheeses. Danish boob. No, <laughs> no. Cannon Can, and bear. Cam- can and boob. Cannon bra. Can and breast. Can and bra.
0: <laughs> well, I was mentioning that probably, well, there probably no. there probably are different tastes, different nutrients. Stilton. So how how, do, how would you buy uh, <laughs> breast milk from a lady boy Stilton. here in Bangkok? And it, it, it would it be top shelf? You never know. It's well, rare there, were, milk there was or a something? fridge
2: to the ones under the bar. I didn't have a look inside that fridge in uh, the Cow's Nine Bar. But if she was uh, producing milk, maybe she's expressing her own. It would be in the fridge there.
1: I say we do a heist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And steal it.
0: (laughs) We're going to be in Thai visa news as three Falang steal breast milk from a ladyboy bar. (laughs) Let's hope we don't receive a stiff sentence from... uh, We're going to get the the death sentence (laughs) for that one. Stiff sentence, I do Stiff
1: sentence, (laughs) yeah. But, um... (laughs) So... We've got to try it out, uh, and well, f- you
0: got to try it out.
1: We'll watch, no, we'll no, we'll mean watch the bar, the bar, the, no, bar so <laughs> the bar for the
0: podcast. The
2: so that's, that's a, podcast. who who are we going to um, interview? That's the thing. Who's going to be our first? Uh, Paul needs to be on. I think. Um, yeah, Paul's going to be. He, I thought we were
0: going to interview the lady boy. Well, there's We we'll get the chick and on, we yeah. we could get the video of one of us not saying who. Maybe we'll flip a coin for it or pick numbers. Who drinks the milk? Yeah. And maybe we. That would be. I yeah. uh, could go viral. I can go viral. And then we might get Literally. <laughs> And then we, <laughs> might, <laughs> we might get a sponsorship from a breast milk company. <laughs> <laughs> it go viral and then we, we'll get a virus. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse
1: me. Sorry. I've never burped on camera before, on mic. Uh, oh, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying myself here. Yeah, it's nice. It feels kind of more relaxing in the other place because th- there's kind of a red. There's kind of a reddish hue. Mm. Um, you know, I love that word hue. I used that the other day. Yeah, I used that and grouped in our group. In that, there. there's an orange hue. Yeah, in the sky. Do you know what that means? A hue. Uh,
0: it's like a glow. a glow or something? Yeah, it's kind of like
1: a. Like, uh, uh, let, let me find the actual uh, the actual word for it. Is this interesting for our listeners? Um, uh, let me find out what what does hue mean.
0: Hue. I thought it was like a glow or. Oh fuck me!
1: I just want, I just want hue meaning. Okay, there we go. Hue, uh, the the attribute of a color by virtue of which it is discernible. No, no, that's not right. A color or shade. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You were starting colour to sound shade. like an
0: English gentleman there. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> that definition. <laughs> Oh, um, we're recording
1: now. Yeah,
0: I guess we're going live then, huh? We should do a Facebook live. That's pretty easy, isn't it? Mm. Go Facebook Live. We
1: can, but uh to t- the issue is is getting the right vocals. Uh, sorry, getting the right vo- getting the right audio. Right. Because uh w- what we basically be if we went Facebook Live now, we'd basically be relying on the on the, the mic in the camera. Yeah. yeah. In the camera, in the phone. Um so yeah, w- what true. you need is some kind of it's called uh it's what's it called again it's called a caster you need okay. some kind of caster which which casts you on on uh live online but maybe we can maybe we can sync this up to the to the vote to the actual audio james and just see just do a little bit of an experiment are you recording now or, or you were no before? i did for
2: a moment
0: and uh so I got some great news, guys. I, uh, bad I told anything. you guys earlier this week, I signed a new contract with oh, a new school. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. on. I, I, uh, I'm very happy uh, taking a new direction. I feel like I'm growing up a little bit, taking on a three-year contract. Yeah. It's like a you know very man decision. Well, to, to yeah,
1: make. it means you've got to stick around in the same place yeah, for three and years. Committ- and, and I know you've got Wanderlust, commitment. and yeah. you like to travel around. So I think that's a good commitment from you. And I know you, you've met a beautiful girl, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, your life seems to be pretty good right now,
0: man. Yeah, I'm not, I can't complain about much right now. I'm just uh, taking it day by day. And even when things... Because, man, I went through a rough time in the beginning of the year where I was... Didn't you have some issues
1: last night? What, tell us what happened last <laughs> night. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to your work. but
0: Yeah, like um, okay, well, I went out last night. It was me and my girlfriend. I met a friend here. And then we went to a, a bar around the corner. It had laugh, live jazz. And the first thing that went wrong was... Me and my girlfriend were, you know, we're enjoying the music. You know, I had my hand around here. You know, Apoteca. Yeah, Apoteca.
1: And know
0: that uh, part? yeah, we're looking for sponsors. So um, Apotheca. Apotheca. Yeah. Uh They had very great music, and uh, their beer 11. is yeah. reasonably priced. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, uh, I
2: think Keith still
0: plays there, doesn't he? I think Keith Nolan really? has a set there. They had there. some really good um, trumpet players there last night. But um, mm. anyway, my girlfriend got cornered in the bathroom by a nu- by a, a foreigner girl, and uh, she was like is that your boyfriend? Who's the guy with the tattoos? Is that your boyfriend? Like, and my girlfriend's like, what? Like, what? She's Thai. You asking a Thai girl if that's your boyfriend? She's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my boyfriend. And, she was like, "Oh, are you sure? Is he like?" And I think it was, it was like a feminist girl who thought maybe I was taking advantage of a you know a Thai girl uh, or something. Uh, and she was she was trying to see if she was okay or something because you right. know, I mean, I do have tattoos and you know you look I'm, a bit like a thug. I was <laughs> and I'm slamming <laughs> IPAs and <laughs> yeah. and I mean I, I could uh, come across as as so, but uh, it was a really odd you know exchange. My girlfriend was mm. like, "I couldn't, I, I didn't understand what." And I, I too, I was like, I, I don't understand why people. Maybe she liked. Maybe she was a lesbo. She yeah, liked maybe. her girlfriend. I told, I passed that by my girlfriend last night. Yeah. <laughs> <So laughs> maybe maybe she's interested. You,
1: yeah. Oh, you could have had a threesome, dude. <laughs>
0: Next time. <Yeah. laughs> and, 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 then, then, and then, and then <laughs> later in the night, um, I went. I went home and I was like, man, I, I still want to have a, another beer or two before I go home. And there's this pub across the street, and uh, it's a Thai pub, you know, just Thai people. You're hardly a fucking any animal when it comes to booze, man.
1: Like I've never seen you yeah, no, I'm no, talking
3: about
0: a new job. No. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, he can handle it. Uh, I'm not saying you get messy well, drunk, but but I'll show you a picture. When we of met you last when week it, when on I the pub I, crawl, you'd already had five beers, didn't you? Uh, y- you were you were already five deep at this place. No. I when I, when we saw you on site four, <laughs> you said. You said, oh, well, I've already oh, been yeah, playing pool. Oh, yeah, yeah, me and my
0: girlfriend oh, so started playing pool. If I had five pool, pints, I'd be at home already. Yeah, me and my girlfriend were playing so pool. We no, started at 12. So what
1: I'm saying is you handle your beer well, man. You're an animal when it comes to to that um, anyway
0: i stay away from the the spirits though because yep. those those definitely um i i broke that rule about <laughs> about <laughs> two months ago at a pool party here in bangkok on top of a tw- you know 15 floor or something like that overlooking some of the
1: never street. been to a pool party and
0: never. uh i was drinking beer but it was like 300 baht for a small singha can and then i was like Oh, wait, we can, we
1: can, we can. For a small singer account. Yeah,
0: 350 bucks. Gapong lek Yeah. And uh, I was like, why are we paying (laughs) 350 for a can of beer when we can get a bottle of vodka? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, yeah. Two bottles of vodka left my girlfriend's carrying me on the BTS home. But uh, getting back to last night, um, I ended up going to that Thai pub. And uh, apparently this Thai guy had remembered a time that I apparently disrespected him. They have a really... uh, sensitive culture of older to younger people.
1: Grang Jai. So,
0: yeah. And if you if you disrespect your elders, you can get in like some serious, you know, trouble. And the uh, only thing that I did for our viewers, you might say, What really? I told this guy, we were all trying to chip in for beer and I said, Here, why don't I pay for the money? And I gave him money and I said, Here, just take my money, and go buy beer and apparently he took serious offense to that because I'm younger than oh. him. And I told him yeah. to go buy beer. But un- un- unbeknownst to me that, I, you know, in Western culture, I was like, yeah, I'll pay for the beer. Here you go. Go go take the money and go buy it. And uh, he remembered this from like six months ago. And wow. he, he tried to drag me outside to fight.
2: Well, that was lucky it didn't escalate.
0: Well, I w- I, luckily for me, after the drinks that I did have last night, I, I sat in my seat. And look, the thing when these things pop up, the thing that goes in my head is, you're gonna you're no matter this fight you're gonna lose oh, yeah. this is a lose lose situation if you mm. lose your cool you're gonna look bad in front of the ties as being a normal flung. if you fight
1: was he was he physically formidable or would you just he was tall w- swiped him away he
0: was he was tall he was about 40 years old yeah but if it's opposite where
2: you live I mean even if you do a, a Jean-Claude Van Damme you know <laughs> <laughs> Well look there's just there's no, just, seriously if you if, just, if you destroy a whole barn there's 30 of them if you kick
0: every single one of their asses at night
2: they're just wait until you're coming home
0: one day. No, that, jump, that's, that is the truth. And, and I mean, and I hear a Fucking lot of cheating. stories about how, how these guys like, will have a knife on them or something, or even a gun. Lots of faces, and, yeah, and if they yeah, if you, they lose a fight, they're, they're not going to hesitate twice about picking up that knife and, and going at you. So I sat calmly in my seat and I said, I'm not fighting you. I don't understand why you're upset. And then he told me why he's was upset. And I, I literally had to humble myself, which I'm not very good at because I have a temper. But I, I whied him, you know, I put my hands together and I said, I'm very sorry, I did not mean to disrespect you. And then he was like, okay, we're good, good. And then he still kept trying to fight me. And was, that's the weirdest exchange that I've ever had here in Southeast Asia. He was Asia. I think he was he was. He was he, that's what my girlfriend said. He was just pissed. But I And for all our um, friends out there, you just do not want to get in a fight with a Thai person here. There's just no winning. You're either, a, no either a, you're going to end up in jail. B, you're going to have 20 Thai people kicking your ass on the street. Uh, or C, you're going to end up dead. So, I mean, if it, ever, if it ever comes down to it, you just walk away. Mm. And then someone touched my girlfriend when I was trying to talk to the negotiated taxi price. Some <laughs> random foreigner came up and touched my girlfriend on her stomach. And then, like, ran across the street, and I was, like, trying to find this guy.
1: Were you going to kill him?
0: I was pissed <laughs> off. Someone touches my girlfriend right in front of me? like. That would annoy me, actually, yeah. Yeah, Someone. your wife says uh, some, as guy, well, some guy just yeah. touched my stomach.
1: Uh, and, and, of course, you, you feel like you've got to protect her as yeah, well. And, and I
0: did. I walked down the street that she said he went yeah. down, and I was pissed. And then all of a sudden there was this little... This little soy bar and there's a couple of foreigners and they're like, <laughs> hey, man, what are you so pissed off about? Come in here, have a beer. And I was like, all right, let's have a beer. <laughs> so I had a beer. But so. isn't, it,
1: isn't it weird that instinct you have? To, I mean, I'm sure it's greater for you, James, when you've got kids. But I, I, you know, sometimes dream about my wife getting into some trouble and me having to protect her. And the <laughs> the instinct is very strong. And you know, of course, in my dreams, I'm I'm sort of doing the splits and and kicking, the, <laughs> kicking them in the head with with the you know,
0: Mickey Van Dam. Yeah, and sort of doing some <laughs> flying back
1: fists and stuff. Toucan but, Van Dam. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain Man Van Dam.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I do, yeah, I I do sometimes think that you could get into a situation where. There's a guy that's bigger than you and he's hassling your wife, and you just can't protect her, <laughs> and you're just going to get your ass kicked. And It does worry me. A I little mean, bit.
0: I used to. I, I'd love
1: to know some jujitsu or some. I, I, and in fact, I might go and right. do it.
0: Oh, they're, they're the bills from downstairs.
1: Yeah. Okay, my right. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to do some. Uh, just leave them here.
0: We're not running. We're here.
1: Oh, you want us to pay now? Okay, we'll that's okay. Shows. That's oh,
0: Tiger Pint. And that's uh, my Chang. Okay. Yeah, we uh, there's two bars here at Sportsman. There's one at the bottom and one at the top, and we had a few beers, well, one beer downstairs, and then came up because they have different...
1: uh But that that instinct to protect people that you love um, is strong in me, and I'm sure it is in you guys, and I, I haven't got the faintest clue how to protect myself in a fight. I mean, I th- I'm not scared. I'm not scared to fight. I've had a few fights in my life, and I think I can punch people. But <laughs> if if somebody knew, like a martial art or some karate or jiu jitsu or kickboxing, I'd be fucked. I mean, I think I'm strong. You know, I think I can handle myself. I mean, I'm only five foot seven. Sorry, five foot five, five foot six and a half, five foot six now, uh, four foot nine. Um, but I, I don't know. There's... I would get my ass kicked in probably most situations although I like to believe I'm hard I'm really not I at all I don't know
0: I think since what's your definition of hard
1: like you Thinking can, about you can it handle it. Your, okay, okay, okay. you can handle yourself <laughs> you can handle yourself in a street fight basically okay I mean do you think you can cuz if somebody knows jujitsu and they, and they take you down onto the floor you're I would fucked try. you're I mean, fucked
0: what else are you going to do I mean it, but I mean there's situations where like you you got to look at it there's a situation that you can either – you have to engage because there's no other alternative or you disengage and walk away. You don't get hit. No one gets hit. And you take – but the thing is is you take a shot to your confidence. Like you're like mm. – you know, there's this man perspective that you know, you, yeah, you're walking you, away. You, if someone's disrespecting you to your face that or you missus, need – yeah. yeah, or your missus, that you have to assert yourself to show him and others not to disrespect you. And I think this might be a primal – kind of uh, feeling oh, you know fight pro- or flight yeah, as yeah. they say me, i just yeah. find myself
2: very we're calm favorite. in those situations and it kind yeah. of freaks people out you know yeah. i mean if you don't panic and the funny yeah. thing yeah. Just, people
1: p- start thinking what's up Hold with on. this dude
2: he's on the spectrum isn't he yeah uh, he's or a bit, he's a black belt in jiu yeah so i mean if you don't if you don't react yeah or if you do react in a friendly way i mean it's very rare that's a good point. In this country, especially to get into any kind of uh Going back to fight, my story. Is, is, when, yeah. Isn't
1: it weird when someone really fucking disrespects you and you're just nice to them back and they're like oh, taken yeah. aback? Yeah, that's like, what you have to do. Oh, mm. shit. Like you drop them a love bomb or, you know, right at that point where they're fucking fuming and it just it freaks them out, doesn't it? Yeah, just, really? just stare
2: them in the eye and smile. Yeah.
1: So it's okay, man. You're cool. I love you. You know, blah blah blah, but uh, yeah.
0: But I mean, it, it, like I said, it was it was uh, it worked for me last night. When I usually when someone says they want to fight me and they're like calling me out to go fight, I'm like, all right, let's go fucking do this. <laughs> you want to call me out? Let's let's do this. But last night I was like, I sat there calm, collective, mm-hmm. probably because I was a little bit drunk, but. Uh, I was Mm. sat there and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't engage. And I said, I was sorry. I apologize. Like whatever he was, he felt disrespected for. And, um, I, uh, I, the situation was avoided just based on me being, it's being in control of the situation and being in control of yourself. But,
1: but wouldn't you feel a lot more comfortable if you like if somebody gets on top of you in a street fight or you're on the bottom, sorry. Yeah. You're on the bottom (laughs) or you're on the top. I'm not talking about sex,
0: James. Um, (laughs) There's and you happen to have some oil on each other. <laughs>
1: but, but there's... <laughs> if you just know a little bit of basic jiu-jitsu, uh, y- you, can, you can really control a situation yeah, in a fight. Like, even if you're a smaller guy. Uh, and I just wonder what, what's stopping me from learning, to, from going to do some MMA, some kickboxing. and But and if
2: you take all the time and do all those lessons, then, you know, you,
1: you might want to use it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: That's a good point.
1: But... But isn't it interesting though that that the people who are black belts in that shit never get into trouble because they're they're zen. It's like they don't mm. need. I, I think you. I think you give off almost like pheromones, man. Like you're scared, or you know, you. I don't know. I, but I there was,
2: you know, growing up in in uh, in, in London and uh, in the UK generally. I think there was. You had to have your wits about you. I mean, you did not go around smiling at people. You know, you you fr- you frown most you say, of the, the time. What the fuck
1: are you looking at? Exactly,
2: you don't. <laughs> what the fuck? You yeah. don't look at another <laughs> person. I, I went through the whole <laughs> of the school. You know, you know, mm. or, or if you are, you know, if you are alpha, then you can look at whoever I'll you fucking like. Fucking look but, at me. Yeah, are you looking at your point? <laughs> what? <laughs> what am I supposed to But that, I mean, in, the, in England, it's really quite
1: dangerous. You yeah. really, really have to have yeah, you make eye you. contact with the wrong person. So, uh,
0: can I ask you guys a question in, about you England? Because I'm a stupid American. Um, is is England at all similar? Not I'm I'm saying the Green Street Hooligan movie is about eighty percent fiction, but is some of that real? Oh, like it's no, rough, yeah. negative, they, rough, rough. They, they 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 like played fighting. it down,
2: dude. They
0: what? They played it. They down.
2: played it down. Played it it's down, worse than what? It, like, what it, yeah. Wow! I've, I've, I've seen, talked to I've people to and they said it, it wasn't it was yeah, I, I Not to man. follow Millwall, Before. and I've I've seen guys hit Millwall run are the up fucking most violent,
1: and he supports them
2: punch police horses in the face i saw a guy <laughs> set on fire i saw a guy set on fire in the terraces wow. because he was asian what you know, a petrol pod in him and 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 matches thrown at him you know it was horrific jesus when we were racist your, when but, was, but very very like exciting
1: yeah <laughs> oh yeah we we used to go to york city to boo them boo them crescent york city oh yeah, man, you fucking. You're but totally yeah, the right.
2: the den, the old den, when it was all it was all standing, you know, and uh, the crowd were just so um, you know so obnoxious, so loud, racist, and you know you'd have people you'd have a week, you'd have so Indian. much stress as a child, you know, growing up in an abusive family and all this bullshit, and then you should go for ninety minutes, you should just fucking swear, mm. and it was like you know it's just a release of anxiety and pressure. And some people went a bit further and used their fists to release a bit of so executive
1: stress. Imagine well. for a second that I am. When you say "exec," sorry, John, but when you say, exe- no, okay. say "executive," some of them were actually executives. Well, that's the
2: thing. I mean, it was a whole like society, um, you know, pressure cooker stress from yeah. from these guys You're working in the suited city and booted guys who used mm. to fucking yeah. get
1: the get the. Tracksuit tops on. Yeah, there, used to
2: be like financial directors and stuff like that in pinstripe suits. And they'd be, and, they'd be and kicking ass Miltman, on the weekends. <laughs> not the when <laughs> we were talking about electricians, <laughs> you know, um, all
1: fighting together,
2: side all by fighting side. side by side, shoulder to shoulder. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, Green Street was
1: yeah. Charles you Pusification
2: of yeah. yeah. I got the book if you want to fucking borrow it. The book that that's just. Jordan, based have on. you seen
1: this movie? No. ID. Okay, we'll get his book, but also look at the movie. It's Sean Bean, isn't it, I think? Yeah, I it, it, it was based
2: on Millwall, but they called him Shadwell.
1: Yeah, but he's mm. an underground policeman. Basically, he goes undercover. He goes undercover into the football and he basically gets turned. And it's fucking. Oh, it's so. But imagine for a movie. second
0: I go to visit London and I go to one of these back door, pub, you know, neighbourhood pub. Same you, you would, be, I, would I be able be to... would be in trouble, mate. I'd be in trouble. Just your in, voice. Would I walk in they would,
2: they would tear you apart because would, of the voice. Would they kick yeah, my ass, yeah, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no I, I, I have to change my voice. You know, Mickey would be in trouble uh, yeah, when I it heard him speaking. No shit. So I couldn't I, I, I'm I couldn't too walk posh. Part, I would have to I
0: change... I'd have to speak like that. Do you know what I fucking mean? What's the animosity towards towards people... Is it really that bad now, James,
2: though? Yeah, and I think it's probably the same in Wales. I think I, I've heard of these guys, Americans who like want to retrace their family tree, you know, mm. and they go to fucking Cardiff or whatever. Like, hey guys, <laughs> hey uh, guys, what, what, and what are you? You know, they just fucking they they deck you. I'm from you know, Take the piss. Birmingham. It's like that scene in uh, Train Spotting, you know, when the American comes into the pub and he's up there for the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah, you know, and they just they just pull him to one side and batter him, you know, just yeah. because he's different. And yeah, that's what, it's, that's what it was like when so I was So sure I
0: walk in, I happen to be, you know, take a wrong turn and I see a pub, I'm thirsty and I go in there. I walk in, I order a beer. What happens next? What? get glass.
2: Well, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: a bottle comes flying. Take your beer and fuck off.
2: <laughs> I, think, I think what would happen, I'd, I'd love you at first and there'd be a novelty in the accent. And um, they would start, they'd probably have a couple of beers and then the conversation might turn somewhere. And and someone gets
1: a little bit sensitive. Well, 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 are, t- are you saying you're fucking better than me, mate? Exactly. I have are you had, fucking saying you're I fucking have, better than I me. I have had a, you're fucking a, a Americans couple, all the fucking time.
0: I ca- cuts. No, seriously. I have you're had fucking cunts. I have. I've had run-ins with 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 some British people, uh, uh, Manchester. Um, they just don't like Americans. They think, well, uh, oh, they're all a set of cool, aren't we're all, they? We're oh, all, we're all, we're all loud. We think we know everything, and. So yeah. if you say one thing, if you say yeah, one you be fucking thing wrong, which you didn't mean, it's like or, or you tie, One time I made an opinion. I, t- I told, my f- pie. told my friend about his bar he was opening. I was like, "You should pay your your workers a little bit more of a wage, so you have <laughs> loyal workers." And then this British guy goes, "Take you the fucking piss, he, mate!" <laughs> he literally he literally wiped everything. He swiped all the beers <laughs> off the table, almost flipped the table, and he was like. Fuck you, you fucking American cunt! You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm like,
3: just, this? Was,
0: this was in Lao, <laughs> 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 and I'm sitting, I'm sitting there at the table, like my beer's on the floor, and I'm like,
1: oh, you should really give everyone a minimum wage, and blah blah blah. Just,
0: <laughs> all, fuck I you. Did, all I did was tell them to uh, four thousand. It was like twenty thirty cent difference, and I got uh, my beer spilled and all the table flipped over. So I had my I had my run-in of, of snowflake. saying yeah, saying something. I didn't do anything. I just sat there. I was like, "Well, this is ju- this just escalated quickly." <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that is just it? happened.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, man. When you get when you when you get to these places like Laos and and Bangkok and down to these islands and shit, if you see somebody in a football shirt, Don't probably best to them. avoid them, <laughs> especially a Rangers shirt or a fucking Celtic shirt or you know. Even a Millwall shirt. I mean, and they're over here and They've got a skinhead and they've got a fucking cross in between their eyes tattooed on their forehead.
2: <laughs> but if they talk to you, be you know, be reasonably polite and speak back. Um, don't yeah. like, you know? And then the, run. Just make we've, your excuses and get the nutters, fuck out of I find you know, as long as you don't um, establish eye contact, you're normally okay. Mm. So like if you have some guy, some guy stumbling the pub and he's obviously drunk, you know, and he's obviously. Dying to tell everyone all his knowledge, you know, because he knows everything. Um, just don't establish eye contact. Just, mm. just keep your yeah, attention on what lot, you're doing and then move Some
0: people also seem look at that as a uh, a sense of weakness that you cannot make eye contact with somebody. So they 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 think that you're like a you know a little bitch, and they treat you like a little bitch because you're you're not. Uh, confident in yourself to look at another yeah. man in their eyes. Very true. I don't know. That's when a I, good counter, James. Yeah, yeah. But I know, put yourself in their shoes. You know,
2: I, I, I've done some research. Well, if so they when, challenge you, they were going to challenge you to start with. So but when I mean, you're drunk yourself, you, you hardly ever notice anyone around unless they're kind of staring
0: at you. You know, you don't really notice the man in the shadows. There are you? there are some people like you'll be in a pub and you'll just look around and you see that one motherfucker who is just dogging you. As we say, he's just yeah, looking at yeah, you. But yeah, but sometimes yeah. It, sometimes
1: you've what made eye contact. Yeah. Sometimes you make the eye, eye contact, contact by accident though, and you just happen to look at them at the same time they're looking at you yeah, in a mirror. Fi- and, and and then it's a and contest. then just <laughs> in the mirror behind the bar. <laughs> no, no, but then you're just having the beer, and then five minutes later you get a tap on the shoulder, and there's someone like, who the f- what the fuck are you looking at?" You <laughs> I'm like, what? what? Like, uh, five minutes ago at the bar, mate, you were just fucking looking at me. What the fuck are you looking at?
0: <laughs> you, you cheeky can't. cunt. <laughs> you fucking cunt.
1: You fucking northern cunt.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I've had my fair share of I would of hope to visit, to visit Europe someday. And, uh, yeah, just stay with me. But, I mean, you watch that Everything's Green Street fine. hooligan. Just, st- just stay, stick, to the, stick to the touristy Stick spot, to the path. Right? Don't yeah.
2: wander onto the moors yeah beware but of the moon there
0: there is the sense of <laughs> yeah there's a the sense Werewolf. of curiosity you know what i mean you don't want to be on the normal tourist path you know what i mean you want to go out and explore and then you end up you know and in, in yeah but what
1: you're talking about is, is going into the forest in in in, in sheffield <laughs> not going down some fucking runner run some fucking downtrodden bar in glasgow
0: Right Well I'm just saying Like you, you know You just Because there's always A touristy section Like yeah. here You got mm-hmm. Nana You got all these places. And then I go to Like that Thai bar That I went to last night And there's no foreigners That fucking go there yeah. And I'm thinking that In London terms You go to one of these Pubs that's yeah. all Fucking e- English We have a saying get going, Go in for a laugh And come out with stitches <laughs> <laughs> And that happened to me Last night here in Thailand I went to one of these Thai bars And someone wanted to Fight me over some shit <laughs> Oh man this has
1: been cool this have has we, been we, fine uh, hang on have we got some Rang deaths to do
0: what's, what's, what's the timeout you want uh, to take a break
1: well this well this is our second I mean we did like 10 minutes at the start as well mm. um, I'm, I'm quite happy see what comes
2: up on the old uh, device uh, when it,
1: if we well, let's, let, I don't think we need to take a break because I think ten, yeah, another 10 minutes will be done all right sounds good I think another 10 minutes will be done. But, I mean, unless you... Because we're probably probably an hour and a half in. But, okay, let's do Farang Death and and see what we come. See what we come up with. (laughs) I'm quite drunk. (laughs) I'm quite drunk. How many beers have I had here? I think I've only had four. But I had two at home. Okay. Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai. Okay. Police have released a video footage showing the last moments of a middle-aged German man who died in a front-end collision... After his motorbike was hit with an oncoming car, the fatal crash. Um, the fatal crash took place in Chiang Mai in the early hours of Saturday. The video, which lasts twenty. Do you want to see the video?
2: Well, we we're just showing what, a video here, by there. the way. This is just um, <laughs> a roadside <sighs> camera showing a busy road, or oh, not too, too busy. It's late. Oh, I can't, I can't. A oh there!
0: Oh, on the other side of the road. What is he doing on that side of the road? Oh fuck me! He fucked up. He fucked up, didn't he? But I, I do that occasionally too. When I drive on Thai roads, I go on the other side because in, in the United States it's uh, right driving on the right side of the road, and Thailand is <laughs> driving on the left side of the road. I almost got taken <laughs> out at <of> Ko Chang. <laughs> well,
1: I, I find I find funny <laughs> what I find funny about this story is it's called Mister Single. <laughs> that's his name. Hey, the, Thai media, the Thai media is
0: ruthless against expats. The just found
1: a lifeless body of Mister Single in front of the Mahidol Road in Northeast, wearing a polo shirt and denim shorts. <laughs> A lovely detail. <laughs> Mr. Single sustained sustained several mortal wounds to his body during the crash. He died on the spot. Well, Mr. Single, this strange life, we salute you, sir. <laughs> Rest in peace. G- uh, walk, walk into the darkness. What's they say on what's the thing? They say on Game of Thrones, don't walk quietly into the uh, darkness or something like that. It's pretty cool. What
2: scares me most is a boating accident in Thailand.
1: Why? On the clong ri- or on the sea?
2: Out at sea. Right. And I could imagine it now that you look up and there's a Thai, um, you know, boatman. You've fallen in the water. Mm. There's no chance you're getting back up. And they're just they're looking over and they're smiling at you. <laughs> you, know, you know the way Thais do? They smile yeah. and they wave. And you're you panicking. Look, at... And you're dying. You know, and that's the last thing you see. Like this smiley but, but face. But is he waving at
1: you on purpose? Or does he just not know that you're dying, you mean? And he's well, just they
2: have these 13 different types of smiling, don't they, in, in Thailand? So there's, <laughs> the, there's, there's the special smile for you're just about to die, and I feel terribly sorry about it. But you're not going to be thinking that when you see it. You're just mm. going to see some person smiling <laughs> and, like, waving.
1: But I, who's this Thai guy, though, <laughs> that's watching you die, James? What? Where's he well, he's the guy from? who's
2: supposed to be saving me, like the, the captain or whatever, or the, oh. you know.
1: Are there a lot of these people around? I'm never going to go on a boat again. Well, if that's these, why, if these you know, there's all these, <laughs> all
2: these, you know, people fall, fall out of the air doing like paragliding and stuff like that here, don't <laughs> they? And parachute jumps, and you know, it's just, they don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. They don't care about safety or standards mm. or anything like this. Okay. they dying do- because of someone's stupidity. That's what I don't like. Mm. Right. And
1: there's a lot of stupidity here in Thailand. Yeah, on the roads, <laughs> at sea, whatever. Do you want to do Jean Claude Arnaud de Bus? Jean Claude. Arnaud de Bus. Uh, the french embassy in bangkok has confirmed the death oh, of the one BTS. of its staff the 55 year old frenchman was pronounced dead after falling from a bts platform on monday afternoon so help me help me get my head around this guys he fell like onto the street he didn't fall into the train right he fell from the platform into the mm-hmm. street yeah
2: he killed himself didn't he <coughs> <coughs> He was he's discovered on
1: on the concrete floor at exit 3 of the bts oh Sapan taxi in okay down silom way jeez near uh, the river Police have reviewed CCTV footage of the area to reconstruct the events. He arrived at 15:40. He brought a ticket to gain access. He proceeded to the third floor and could be seen on the recording, on the recording, climbing over the railing. Oh, yeah. Well, he didn't fall yeah. to his death. He jumped to his death, didn't he? Jesus Christ, guys! A <laughs> suicide. Falling to his death.
2: Jesus. Which brings us neatly on to Terminal 21 and their their. Policy on uh, removing bodies.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was that about? Um, that that happened. Uh, I read it on again. You know, you, you find your fantastic news on Thai Visa. We're looking for sponsorship if you would like your stories <laughs> to be run on the strange. Do Light you know Podcast. who runs Thai Visa?
2: George used to run it, didn't he? I think he sold it. George. Yeah. George, if you're listening. But uh,
0: yeah, there was George. a there was a uh, an older gentleman who jumped to his death, fell four or five floors on the Pattaya Terminal Twenty One. Has and, it got a uh,
1: large, um, like, open space, like the Terminal if you, 21 if yeah, I think, in I, I Bangkok? Yeah,
0: I think so, or it's a, the ring one. It's a ring. I, I've never been and there. It's got, so like, the
1: escalator to heaven that goes up, like, yeah, you, you, can, you can really do some damage. But off,
0: apparently, it, it, after that, it was revealed that the malls here in Bangkok, which they have uh, very much denied, but they have a policy to collect the body before the police come, evidence or anything, so and clean it up so that people can continue shopping. So there's oh, no really? there's no investigation that, oh, you know, fuck. someone could have pushed him. Like there was that incident in the Mall of America in the United States of that black, that African-American guy who who just <laughs> black. Uh, <African. laughs> I got to be I got to I got to be politically <laughs> correct here. Picked up, picked up a child and threw the child off. The what? child survived. But he literally it was a random attack where he picked up a, a, a girl and threw her. Off of the. How this. many floors? Three or four? They, the kid survived. I had that's a friend who
2: survived, uh, uh, I think it was fourth or fifth floor balcony fall. And yeah. he was, um, yeah, he was at a friend's apartment and he was sitting on the railing outside, oh, that's
1: always
2: having a cigarette. With his back to the, the drop, yeah, yeah. Um, having a cigarette. Um, and the next thing he remembers, he was being stretched away. And he was in hospital for, you know, a good few weeks. Had a lot of reconstruction done Mm. on his body, you know. In Thailand, here, yeah. I don't know how. He must have had insurance. He must have had insurance. But... uh,
1: Fourth,
0: yeah, James. Warren, I mean, Warren Dinkleman,
2: yeah, he's still with us. Hey, uh, um,
0: Warren, I'm, I'm glad you made it, but what the fuck were you doing sitting mm. on a rail? Yeah, <laughs> and if you want a sponsor, so yeah. they, they
2: they don't always jump. That's the
0: point. Yeah, they through the through the wonderful medical care they, that they gave him, he is still alive. We're looking. Oh, who to to heard him. about a
2: hundred bar thing?
0: What 100 baht
2: thing? Okay. Oh, the medical insurance. The new, the new yeah. policy, everyone has to put 100 baht in a little box when they arrive in...
0: Uh, and they apparently have medical insurance.
2: When they arrive in Thailand off the plane, the idea is you put 100 baht into the scheme, and should you um, need hospital treatment or should you die, um, there's a central fund uh, that's this available. Is true. Yeah. I think it's a scheme that's been recommended. I think it's uh, a, I think a really good idea.
1: Um, I th- Why
2: not? I think I'd it put was 100 baht in I think if think I knew it was, was going to get sorted out. It's, it's been proposed, and I think, yeah, there's no I don't, reason to. I don't
0: feel like that's a bad idea at all, actually, because if, a no, one, great if idea. no one dies and a fund accumulate, accumulates. Well, I mean, it's let's it's get
2: great. real. Let's get real. We, yeah, it's we, going to go in uh, someone's pocket. We know pocket, where that money's it? going. It's just going to make that inequality divide even larger.
1: But whatever, even if it does go into someone's pocket, if you do put your 100 baht in and then you do get into an accident and you're covered and
2: what does it cover and you know you could have like medical tourists coming here hoping to get nose jobs for
0: 100 baht you know so it would have to be specific well, about well and then
1: like jumping off something <laughs> like smashing your nose <laughs> on the floor are you talking about like
0: one of these insurance companies who like literally fuck people over where they like, they, they they say They're you still have kidneys f- insurance you have uh, you have hurricane pr- uh, uh protection but then you don't have flood insurance <laughs> 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 oh sorry we covered uh, roadside accidents and you fell from a tree Sorry, you're <laughs> fucked
1: Sorry, so go on. These people have to clean up dead bodies.
0: Yeah, Uh, Uh, yeah, the mall workers who have no medical expertise or anything like that are able to collect the body... Move it out of the way. What if it's all squishy? Well, it would be clean a combination up, up of,
2: of security personnel and cleaning staff, wouldn't but, it? So but, you'd have but, Mrs. Mop and the
1: doorman working what if in tandem. it's all squishy and there's, like, teeth and shit all over of the course, floor? Of course, do they
0: just clean it up and move on? Because they want to. They want the shopping to continue. If someone commits suicide, you have to stop. And
1: what if there's a mobile phone or some gold? Do they just take it?
0: I have no mobile. Probably. I would. <laughs> 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 no, no, wouldn't. No, uh, yeah. So they have this. They, they they denied it through and through. But uh, I don't know where the fuck well, something, be, something like that would come from. It would it have was to be
2: in a contract, wouldn't it? If you, or maybe it's just company policy. Well, the, the, maybe they're the they old just,
1: dead body clause. Yeah, you know yeah, the clean-up I mean, clause, clean yeah. clause. The
2: clean-up uh, clause. The I think the most disturbing thing I've heard about um, Thai employers was a um, teaching agent um, that I used to work for. And, um, one of the, they they used to call them teaching pimps, right? So they'd have, like, teachers, normally, like, unqualified or semi-qualified teachers. They would, you know, get fake documentation for and put into schools Mm -hmm. and collect, like, um... These are foreigners? Well, the teachers would be foreigners, but the the pimps or the, um, the agents would be Thai. Okay. And this one uh, Thai agent had one of her teachers die in his apartment. It was one of these, like, um... Was it an o d or was it a suicide thing they weren 't sure mm-hmm. um, but she instructed um, another teacher to go to the apartment of the person that died and collect any evidence of uh, him working at that agency to clear the clean the pace basically really? yeah.
1: Like, that's a serious crime out? in any that's Western like culture. Shit. That's like some gangster <laughs> that's shit. That's isn't it? Tampering
0: stuff. with evidence, all this other bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. They call them the breaking and
1: entering, like the laundress the yeah. or something. Where you know they go and clean up the yeah, what are they they cleaners. Cleaners, yeah, they call yeah. cleaners, right? Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. So that happens in schools yeah okay, well, <laughs> but with
2: the uh, with the shopping mall thing it would be a policy company policy decision and the problem is when you're um they come em- from employment head <laughs> employment in thailand isn't a two-way thing it's not if you have like a probation um they're asked the employer to leave a bond of like one week's money or something like that they get back in the after the probation after they if they've been a good employee or whatever um there isn't this idea of it being a two-way... You know, it's, it's not th- reciprocal, it's is not, it? It's not like, you know, if you're an employee, you should have three no months ca- to
0: see. Be a chan. If. <laughs> this whole probation thing is really beyond me, and I'm, I'm really surprised that they, that, they, that they do it. But know? they
1: do it in the UK, though, but
0: it, it's a little less But you, I, I'm getting, like, uh, you know, with some contracts, I'm getting, like, 100 or $200 less, and it's, like... Oh, it's no, it's, really it's not odd. like that in the
1: UK. I think within three months they can just sack you. If it's not working out, they can just give you the boot. Yeah, but yeah, or,
0: have, or don't, you don't, should be able to have, just leave. They you know? don't have to pay you less money. It's like almost when they say you're getting like you're getting fifty thousand baht in probation, you're getting fifty four after probation. It's like why? Why do I have to lose all that four thousand baht? Why don't you That's put bullshit. me on? Why don't you put me on probation? But me get paid my 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 regular salary. Why do I have to take mm-hmm. less money? and it's, it, i've that, noticed it, a i've noticed it it's a being, racket, it, noticed it being a, yeah. a trend is that they they're able to get that money off you for the first 6 months for 6 months of your contract so if I'm losing 4000 baht every uh, on that 6 months it's like, and they can just fire you willingly and they can fire me willingly it 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 goes against workers rights and and like they they have all the power and and a worker can and, and you do something wrong or they just don't like you, you. They get tired. The guys, but, but I mean,
2: that's it. I mean, these cleaners and these security men should say no. Fuck off. We're not. We're not cleaning up these four, dead but, shoppers. But four. Th- you know, why should we?
0: Four, th- four thousand baht. If I'm missing out on four thousand baht times six months, that's twenty thousand baht. It's like five six hundred dollars. Mm. More yeah, than that, seven hundred eight hundred yeah. dollars. I'm missing out because they it's they have up. this prob- probationary thing. But it's a common practice here in Southeast Asia.
1: It's never it happened, happened to me. It
0: happened in Laos. I mean, I've been on probation, happened, but I've here. never had a reduced salary of you, James.
2: Yeah, for the first time now. The, so the thing I'm looking thing. at. Yeah, and they're looking at a bond as well of uh, leaving so you your, fucking your first farang farang week. Teachers are, are the thing is, desperate. I've worked there before. I worked there for two years back in 2011, 2012. So they know who I am. I shouldn't have to well, do a probation.
1: Well, why? Why do Frank teachers not have a union? here? why? Why not Fuck put no. a stop to it?
2: No.
0: There is no such thing as a union for any fucking. Imagine thing if they, as they
2: as all st- uh, if they all went on strike for two days, it'd be absolute chaos.
1: Why did you organise it? James? It's called it's called a coup. In fact, we should probably delete that from this thing. <laughs> cause you'll get fired. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. no
0: I'm Wouldn't that be a shame? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I think it's just bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: getting paid I, I less than your probationary I, I just, period. I just That's signed a, I just
0: signed my contract, and they're telling me that I'm getting paid three thousand, four thousand, bought less. I just threw that figure out. That's not what I'm making, but I'm getting paid around three thousand, bought less after before my probationary six months probationary periods up. So. They are, and it's six months, not three. And 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 that's really taking the six piss. months. Yeah, it's a
2: six months. It's a three year contract period. though, isn't it? So,
0: it's a three month contract. So not only that, but they're 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 making twenty thousand baht on me, which is fucked. Fuck that. And and I, and I didn't actually. I didn't. Worth. I didn't realize it until we just sat down and talked about it. And I was like, wait, fuck, man. That's, that's a thing. That's you a agree? Lot of fucking
2: money. When when you're in a job interview situation, you're gonna always like be amenable, you're going to kind awesome of agree to most yeah. things and that's when they throw, throw this shit on you. you know? Yeah, like we uh, were talking earlier this mm. week when
0: I was trying to renegotiate and talk about that, is they have the upper hand they could just hire someone else and then my opportunity is pissed away, so you, you, you have to think about it you have to dig deep and, and say is it worth the sacrifice and unfortunately um, and for, I, fortunately it works out, unfortunately if it doesn't, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of deal, you know
1: I feel so lucky to be freelance and to be doing what I love doing. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk about it because it will bum you out when I
0: tell you like, no, no, no. And what, I, what I can earn. And I, and I, have, like I, have, I have friends who are like educate, education consultants mm. who are like going around and, and doing like their HR, helping their HRs out and helping hire, helping them hire teachers. And uh, they're making like, you know, in the 100,000 baht range, which is... I, I know, worked twelve, three grand. 12 three days grand last month. Month. And I...
1: Are you finished? It's okay. you, you finished.
2: You, you. <laughs> you finished the day job, so tomorrow you're not.
1: Um... No, no, I've got another two months. Oh, you have it's just yeah. the end of my first yeah. month. Come so on, I, make I, us jealous. Ge- make us jealous. Come on. Well, uh, six hundred and fifty dollars a day. So, and I give twenty five percent to my boss. So I came out with about two hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah, it's fucking good for twelve days. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, but. You know, I've I've also earned ninety thousand a month in in Bangkok for many years, and yeah. at one point I was on one hundred eighty thousand in another job. But so I've been up and down, and you know, I take the rough with the smooth, and I don't have a, a firm contract. So you've got a three year contract, you've got security, yeah. But they could fuck me off after
0: three months, and that that I'll is true. Nothing. There are some there are some takeaways. So yeah. you know, uh,
2: th- those long contracts, the, the employer can. Fuck you off if they want to. If they want to find a way, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. A that,
1: well, actually, i th- I think actually, James, that the 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 employment law here is pretty good.
0: You got you. can give thirty day thirty day notice, and then you can fuck off. You know,
1: because when I first, when I came to work here first, I worked for Big C, and that was a quite good salary. I I, I, was, I came out with about hundred and eighty thousand a month or something <gasps> after tax. And I did that for three years, and then they said, look, Mike, there's no more work, but I, I'd just been there for three years. They had to give me, I think it was three months' salary, or mm. six months' salary. It might well, have been six months. Shit, that's great. I, I, I got about 800,000 baht, I remember, Wow. from doing that, because they had to let me go. And I thought, well, actually, that's okay. is, <laughs> it's pretty good.
0: I would have been like, okay, cool, man, it was a pleasure really doing business, can I get a reference, uh... Um, you can make out my check to Michael Morritt, <laughs> uh, Mountain Man, Mountain Man LLC.
1: <laughs> but can I just say I I, I don't want to brag because if someone came to me now and they said, "Look, Mike, we'll give you hundred thousand baht for for three years," I might take that. Really? Because, yeah. yeah, because it's it's some security. So mm. you know, I'm not I'm not bragging, and I, I, pff, I I've been skinned. But there and, and is as this, well. There, uh, what we're in now? Sorry, we're in May. Okay. We're in May, June. Uh, sorry, January, February, March. I didn't earn anything, anything. Mm. Mm. Uh, I earned a, like two or three thousand dollars. That was it. So there's me. Okay, I'm earning great now, but.
0: But I mean, there is the stigma, right? There's a stigma. There's a stigma that's gone on since I have even been smaller about not discussing how much you make. Where does that come from? I, it comes from multiple factors. I think, it's, I think it's one, old is school, one, one is, I think it's still prevalent. When you ask someone how much do you make, it's an awkward, it's an awkward answer. You don't, you don't, you don't, you just don't ask that. Well, don't don't ask you someone make.
2: you're working with at the same company. Right, that's that's a that's another. That's no, another no. one. You know, yeah. you don't
0: ask someone. And I found you can out, get sacked for that. I found out well, you can you can get sacked. for Yeah,
2: that. yeah. In London, that's a sackable offense. Offense. Ask how much they. someone. Yeah, makes. yeah, makes? yeah. Wow. Well, no, to tell someone. To ask, okay, but if you tell someone, if someone asks you how much you're making, and you tell them, you can be sacked for that. Holy shit! For what
0: purposes? Because you're disclosing confidential information based on the employer. Yeah, I
2: mean, no, it it makes a huge Mm. amount, huge difference to the to to the company management if people are saying how much they're earned. Then they're going to go to management and say, "Look, he's earning that. I want that much. Right? Yeah, I want as much as him."
0: But there's got to be unions that isn't there that have to. Help workers in that,
2: not in the financial services because they all make so much
0: anyway. Yeah, um but I mean, mean, there's that stigma. You know what I mean? Like, even even I, when I'm discussing wage, like even I, I didn't say my when I told you when I told you that figure wasn't what I'm actually making because Mm. it's it's difficult for me to disclose it because I feel like that's a sense of privacy. I don't know a sense of privacy that, that I know what I make and no one else needs to know how much money because you put it you put a dollar sign on somebody when they disclose their mm. salary info. Um, it's not like that. I'm not open to talking about it with with my with you guys or anything like that. And I have I've discussed my salary what I'm making at my job. Yeah, uh, you told us. And yeah,
1: and we had a good chat about it in our Facebook group in yeah. our little chat group the other day, didn't we? And James. Thank God for James. He gave yeah, me some wonderful yeah. advice, didn't he? I definitely broke my. Uh, yeah, w- in fact, we were going to come back to your new job. So you've started a new job, and yeah,
0: I just signed a three-year contract with this new school that's going to pay for my master's degree. Cool, which man. Uh, coming out of uh, this three-year contract and having a master's degree, it'll definitely set me up for uh, success for the future yeah. and making the making the at least the money to live very well here yeah
1: i mean that i mean that's that's something that sets you up for life isn't it the master's degree you can't you can't put a price on that really no and and of course if they're sending you to the to do the master's degree they're gonna give you the time to study and
0: well i do it during my breaks uh so you have the christmas break and you have the summer break so i i won't be home for two years so mm. I could take care of it, which is going to be very difficult because I go home. I lived here three years, and I've gone home every single year.
1: So in the, in this in the long summer break, it's just going to be study, 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 study. Okay, but that's okay for a couple of years, right? You you can have that hardship.
0: Yeah, but it's a it's a sacrifice for it's me. A, it's because a big I, sacrifice. I, I, yeah. I really appreciate going home to my family and seeing I know, my, my brother, I know my do. mother, I know do, my grandfather. My grandfather's aging. You know, it's. It was a very difficult decision to know that I will not be going home in two years. But it was okay. A, but you got Skype. But it was a decision that yeah, I do. It, but it was a decision that I felt like I had to make. It's, it's a shit decision to make, man.
1: Yeah, it's hard. But after that two years, you'll have you you'll have your masters, and then the world's your oyster. And yep. I know what you're saying though, because time runs out with your grandpa and stuff. You know, you you've got a limited amount of time, so mm-hmm. that's tough. But. It's just tough living know, abroad. But, but he like, would, like the he, way we do. Yeah. Your grandma would. Sorry, your grandpa would. Would.
0: No. And that, you if know, you were to ask
1: him, he would say, "No, no, the, no you do." The funny. Do that, the funny right.
0: part is uh, probably days before when I was just barely interviewing for this position. My mom had called me, or called me, or sent me a message and said, "Hey, Grandpa's asking, what's up with your master's degree? He wants you to go get your master's yeah, degree." Of and he I was does. like, "Oh shit! Well, let me relay this information that I might be getting a job at this school, who's going to, you know, pay for my master's degree, mm. and he would be so proud." Yeah, I remember he, he got he was terminally ill. Well, not terminally. Oh, he he's was a grandma. Very, passed grandpa. grandpa passed away already. He, no, no, no. He's alive. He he had, okay. Sorry, I said terminally by accident. He had can he he had just gotten, I know we spoke about that before. yeah he had just gotten cancer when I old. was graduate he had a non curable cancer yeah. and uh, I had graduated and I had to make a decision whether to go abroad or stay back so I can help him as much as I can and substitute teach or whatever and I asked him and I was like look I I want to go abroad but I also want to stay here and 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 take help you somehow and and you know see if I can. Cause I love you. You're, 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 without you, there's no me. And he said, he said, uh, well, you are not going to help me and what's happening with me. I'll go through the medical causes and what I need to do, but you cannot do so much for me as what you can do for yourself, going abroad and, 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 and following your dreams. And it was, oh man, it was one of the most difficult decisions to hop on that plane, knowing that my grandfather had cancer and, and to come out here and do that. But, um, I did it and he's actually in remission right now. So uh if I didn't take that step, I probably never would have been in Southeast Dude, I, Asia. I love that.
1: I, and yeah. I love that and I love that you that it for, for it to play so hard in your mind now mm-hmm. that, that that decision you made just shows me what what a deep and and loving guy you are to yeah. do that. Um but I I would I would say that you your grandpa he he absolutely wanted you. He wanted the best for you, and what was best for you was coming here and, and mm-hmm. doing this shit. And now that you've got this chance to do the Masters and the fact that you might not see him as much as you you could over the next two years, he's cool with that, man. I know I, he I is. Know he's cool. I
0: know he is, Um it's weird, though. Have you ever noticed that when you're in Southeast Asia, you tend to uh, get stuck in, like, this world and, and like, communicating with your family kind of yeah. goes off to the wayside I, a little bit? Because I don't you, speak you to just, my sisters you much feels like, It feels like, yeah, and I, I don't talk to my family as much as I should yeah. because I feel like I'm on a whole new planet. You know, you're used to having your family. There's a time difference. You're used to having like, your uh, yeah time uh. difference. You're used to having your family so near, where you're like you're able to communicate with them easily. Yeah. And now, when you're halfway across the world, time difference, you you tend to feel like you're on an island mm. as the expat yeah. life.
1: My sister needs me. She, she my mum and dad are dead mm-hmm. in England, and my I've got two sisters. One is really old; has got a family, but another one is just a couple of years older than me she needs me and I don't speak to her for months on end sometimes and I know she needs to hear my voice and yeah. I I feel selfish sometimes but we we know that how hard it's it not, is. But it's
0: not intentional. And then a you wake
1: of- up here and it's night time there and then by the time you go to bed it's like she's calling me at, <laughs> uh, 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 in her night time and it's 3 o'clock in right. the morning here and I'm not answering and blah 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 and you don't mean you don't mean to be a cunt but you know, you go two or three months without speaking to her, and I don't know. I feel bad. Man. But look, our I phone,
0: look, uh, of course the phone lines are always open. You know, if you, you were to call your family at 3 a.m., or your family was to call you at 3 a.m., the phone would be picked up if you heard it. They wouldn't yeah. look at your phone and be like, I'm not fucking <coughs> answering that at mm. this time. You would answer it. There's always that thing there, but I feel like you settle into life here so much, and you get just, you know, enveloped in, in mm. life where you're living. That it's not that you don't care about your family, but you just and friends. As you well, tend you like, tend to yeah. just live, and I feel like that's possibly yeah, yeah, one. You of, go on with that's, your life. That's, that's possibly one of the things that's wrong with today's world is people are not living enough. They're too much on the social media. They're too much on. And it's not an excuse yeah, for stop. not contacting your family, but I mean, you're just in the moment. You know what I mean? And I live even for the like moment. the
2: social social. I mean, whenever my folks come over here. The telephone bills they have are just horrendous, you know, where they feel the need they have to like talk to their uh you know, their their their, their sister, their brother, their mother, their father constantly, constantly mm. in communication. Yeah. I mean the the fault of going you know, a day without speaking to mum for my mum, you know, she speaks to her mm-hmm. my grandmother all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a really you know, strong bond you still there. Have-
1: both parents and both grandparents as well.
2: Uh, no, we got. I got one grandparent left.
1: Okay, you got two parents, one grandparent. What about you? I have one grandparent left, and, and two both parents. Of my parents. Both of my parents are still cool. alive. Yeah. Right. So go on. So so they come over, and they they just cannot. It's like being on crack or something, isn't it? You just cannot switch off. You've got to speak to these people because it's like. It's, like, energises you or something, doesn't it? It's it's really fucked up.
2: Yeah, or maybe it's because, uh, you know, there's so much to
1: gossip about. I don't know.
2: But the, the, <laughs> the, the idea... Oh, dear.
1: Oh, yeah. oh, fucking James. You should see James <laughs> the yeah. state of Jesus him. Christ. Yeah. You should Sorry. see his bloody place is. Bloody right, miss. Exactly. Sorry. I
2: mean, the idea of just... Getting on a plane and, and going to a new country of a small bag of things and not talking to anyone for, for two weeks or something, which is my ideal lifestyle, right. Um, right is totally alien to most people. Right. You know, to- right. Totally, uh,
0: I think I've probably spoke with, spoken with my mother three, a handful of times this year yeah. over the phone. You yeah. know, and Doesn't
1: mean you do not love her. Does no, it? but I, when my mom message,
0: messages me, I, I of course I respond to the messages and I tell her I love her. Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I include them on in my newsletter. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's that's why, don't, why, don't, why don't we include <laughs> we them on the podcast? newsletter for My <laughs> mother, my mother is Marcy Tallon. Hello, Marcy and uh, Squim Washington. I am thinking <laughs> about you right now. Mm-hmm. Is,
1: is, isn't it funny <laughs> that now when someone calls you, you think there's something wrong. Like, if someone right, FaceTimes me, yeah. I'm not picking it up. If someone calls me, who, like, if you called me... I don't like all that video talking stuff. I would stuff. be like, why the fuck is James yeah. calling me? I called What's you the wrong? other day,
0: remember yeah. that? You're like, why the fuck did you call yeah. me? Or, you know, you said, did you call me? And I knew that it's was, why weird. the fuck are you calling me? It's no, it wasn't. it wasn't. It was like <laughs> 11 o'clock in the, hour, or in the morning or something. Yeah. It was my, I think it did it, you call me yesterday? It, well, I, I it, called it, you
2: it, about a contract because I just couldn't write it. There was too many variables, you know. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes you do mm. need to call, but it's rare, isn't it? Yeah. It's rare that you actually yeah. need to call, especially when, when you're up, doing man. this if once a week. If
1: you call me like at nine o'clock on a Tuesday night, I am picking up. No way. I'm like, well. It's not going to be anything good, like, is, is it? This is going to be something bad, yeah. man. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it, I, I don't like it. I don't like that about myself. I want to pick up. I want to be able to talk to people. I don't want to be full on text text buddies. I want to be speaking to people. But,
0: but I mean, uh, there's these personalities, like my personality, like my friends out there. Like, shout out to my friends in uh, California, Washington, Laos. We could not talk for, like, three years. But if I go back to visit California, I, like haven't, you I haven't changed. Yeah. I'm the same person. We could still hang out. It's like you know what i mean it's it, there's this thing where it's like you you don't need to get upset because people don't contact you because we're still here we're still friends on facebook it's not like we can't mm. message each other i you know i post occasionally on facebook but i mean you know i'm here you're there enjoy life sorry if i don't keep contact with you i'm living my life here in bangkok thailand <laughs> that's just it
1: so your family come over least sometimes your mom and dad and your mum and dad still together. No? Well, they're not. No, they 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 they, but they come they've over been apart the the as long as
2: I can remember. But yeah, the, the dad's been over once, uh, down to Koh Samui and my mum's been over two or three times. Poor. Mm. Cool. Uh, but she doesn't travel too well. She yeah. she finds mm. things a bit difficult. here, Very hot. And, you know, and everything's always a bit, you know. Every every, every meal is potential poison. <laughs> you
1: know, and every, you know, <laughs> I can't imagine if my mom.
2: That's was That's what alive, some people I, think when I, I they live here
0: I too. Um, yeah.
2: I mean, especially coming from America as well. with the, uh, yeah. the idea there was. Do you see that post on social media yesterday with some American guy um, said, "Can someone tell me in, how in Thai to say um, I'm an American citizen and your laws don't apply to me?"
3: What? <laughs> <laughs> In, ca- in, case,
2: in case he gets. What's wrong with this guy? In case he gets pulled over by the like, police or something. Jesus. <laughs> but, what an but what idiot. But, you know, you're, you, you have this media which tells you everything it's like, kind of a threat. You know, and we have this as well in the UK yeah. to a certain degree. I, I grew up, you know, I was, I was a young man during the Gulf War, you know, and a kid during the first Gulf War. Um, so you feel, you feel as soon as you get out of Europe and you come into Asia and, like, uh, the Far East that, uh, you know, every, everything's a threat. But it's not. Really true at all, you know. Most most random people are
0: very very kind. Yeah, even, if and, not, they're not even if you. and they're not they're trying to kill you. They're not trying to kidnap you. Mm. You know, they're not. Mm.
1: Man, her perfume is strong, isn't it?
0: That's what I thought, and you know, it brings the guy senses out. Like, goddamn. Yeah, I think. Like, have you noticed that with fragrances? That I think she
1: might be a kidnapper.
0: <laughs> that with a <her> fragrance, like <laughs> even a woman might might not be attractive, but her fragrance is like really good. And innate. oh,
1: mate, I've had that through a lot of my life. That. People and girlfriends, especially, or just girls that weren't my girlfriends, but I loved who worked in the office or whatever, and the smell of them is just but she's beautiful, actually. But it's way too much perfume, way Way too much perfume for me. I couldn't live with that.
0: Uh, My girlfriend actually doesn't like perfume, it's weird.
1: Yeah, I like cologne.
0: I wear cologne occasionally, (laughs) like, uh, but I mean, uh,
1: cologne.
0: Do you know why women wear makeup and perfume?
1: Well, to accentuate the no, <laughs> why?
0: It's casual, no.
1: Because they're ugly and they
2: smell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it's funny, um, us
0: guys. We don't wear any makeup. We put like it takes you me don't
1: me and James do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. We we, we yeah. spent like the first hour of this podcast just, mm. just tidying mm. each other up mm. in makeup. <laughs> right, are we done? Yeah. We're
0: done. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's blow this joint.
1: Uh, socials and shit. Well, Facebook. This strange life. Um,
0: stop by. Stop by. Uh, Sportsman, uh, Sportsman. Sportsman. Yeah. Uh, um, sports bar. It's, it's got. I ate last night a uh, Aussie pie. It was the Aussie and Guinness pie. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> delicious. It comes with uh, peas and mashed potatoes, or it comes with beans and French fries. Um, you could definitely come and <laughs> try one of those. It's pretty what? good. I've also had their burgers. All washed bur- down with a their... ninety-mile, and, 90 and, 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 and don't, don't forget to wash it down with one of their uh, yeah. uh, uh, thirst-quenching tiger pints. We're um, only happy five minutes hour. from Nana
1: Plaza, <laughs> where you can have a lactating lady buy and you can get fucked up the ass, and you can uh, whatever. All right, okay, strangers. Cheers. Bye bye. Shoot the icons, fuck the icons. I can shoot the icons, shoot the icons, fuck the icons.